What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad. I'm Kyle. Nathan. Welcome to the Marathon Golden Idol Awards. The Marathon Golden Idols is an AV awards ceremony. We choose five to six movies from the same genre, director, etc. to view and compare. The various category winners are awarded a golden idol, and at the end of the episode, the movie with the most golden idols is the winner. Mm-hmm. Marathons have helped us understand filmmaking and change the way we watch movies. We use the marathons to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. This Labor Day, we wanted to talk about a director who worked, what'd you say, Kyle? His fucking ass off. <laughs> Tonight, we will be talking about The Cock. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. To be precise. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock was an English film director and producer, and at times referred to as the master of suspense. Mm -hmm. He pioneered many elements of the suspense and psychological thriller genres, and became recognized as England's best director. Kyle, what films did we marathon, and how do they stack up against each other? All right, I, I want to play a little game with you guys Ooh, this I time when we go through. All right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit about the movie, and then I'm gonna have you guess what you think the Rotten Tomato score is. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Ninety-eight. I haven't even <laughs> said the movie yet. God. <laughs> All right. First up, we're gonna go chronologically. 1954, Rear Window, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock. obviously, uh, starring Jimmy Stewart, Grace Kelly, and Wendell Corey. Got an 8.5 on IMDb. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score was, Nathan? I say 95. 95. Brad, what do you think? 96. Fuck 96. It was 100. Wow. 100, 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. I, okay. Rear Window. I know, I know North Rear by Northwest. That's a perfect movie, goddammit. That's, that's a perfect movie, according to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> North, North by Northwest, had a, I think it had 100 as well, unless we, that was Metacritic or something. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. Well, spoilers. Good. Jesus yeah, Christ. Shit. Ruin this whole thing. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, 1958, we had Vertigo, uh, also starring Jimmy Stewart, Kim Novak, and Barbara Bel Geddes. Uh, this got an 8.4 on IMDb. What do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? This is like sight and sounds like best movie of all time, right? It AFI, is, I believe. Yeah, AFI. It, it, they they replaced Citizen Kane okay. like two years ago with Vertigo. Hmm, that's an interesting conversation all in itself. Mm -hmm. 98. I, that's what I said. You can't pick 98. 99. 97. Uh, you went, <laughs> oh, you went one the wrong well, way. <laughs> You're both over. Price is right. Style. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> all right, 1959 North by Northwest. Again, Alfred Hitchcock, because that's what we're doing. Uh, this starred Cary Grant. Eva Marie Saint and James Mason. We got an 8.4 on IMDb, but what did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? Fuck. I, one of them got a... Okay. Is it 98? <laughs> Is it 98? 98, Brad? 99. It's 100. Oh, fuck! I knew it! I said it! You said it! I said it! You gotta trust God. your gut. man. So that's two 100s from one fucking director. It's a perfect movie. I don't, even, I don't even know if any other directors I, right? can claim that yeah. from Rotten Tomatoes. We don't know. Hmm. We'll see. I'll figure it out later. Uh, up next, 1960, Psycho. Uh, starring Anthony Perkins, Jeanette Lee, and Vera Miles again. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock directed this movie. I don't know if you guys knew that. 8.5 on IMDb, but what did it get on Rotten Tomatoes, Nathan? 94. Brad? 95. 96. You guys are very Rock. close on these. Very <laughs> close. All of these, 96 and above so oh, far. Yeah. And finally, we have 1963's The Birds. Uh, do you want to guess who directed this one? Alfred Hitchcock. The Cock. Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, Hitchcock. Uh, 
Uh, this starred Rod Taylor, who got top billing on this right. for some reason, uh, even though it's Tippi Hedren's movie. Right. And then uh, Susanna Plachette. It's got a 7.7, our lowest on IMDb, but what did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? 93. 93? 89. 89. 89 going low. Yeah. 96. Oh, 96. Wow. So none of them below Well, the reason I said that, I knew it was his, like, considered his last great movie, right. right? so I figured it'd be a little lower. Yeah. yeah. Huh. 89. Man, I don't even... I. I, now I want to know what his lowest rated movie was, because that's... Alright, I have a question for you guys now. Ooh, okay. So, as marathon men, alright, we get to usher a movie, if we all agree, on the Golden Idol winner. Mm-hmm. We can usher it right before the council, okay? okay? They can't say shit, okay? They have to watch this. Fuck them. Now, <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything, okay? So don't tell me you know what your movie is, but... How many movies, Kyle, do you consider Pantheon tonight? For me, there is one that is definitively a Pantheon movie, okay. and one that I'm really on the fence on, uh, and it would take a little bit of you guys uh, you know, cl- giving it a little more clout yeah. than what I gave it uh-huh. uh, to push it there, but I, I, I could do it if you guys made your points well enough. Yeah, okay. I, <clears throat> probably two. Wow, okay. Probably two. I might be The Holy of Holies here. Probably two, in all seriousness. Rotten Tomatoes says there's two. Two Two 100s in that group. I have one definitive, but again, I'm with you. Um, If you guys say the right words to me, it might push me. Okay? Mm -hmm. But I think all of these movies, um, for me, uh, were great. This is the first marathon where all of them were at least a four out of five, if not higher for you. Absolutely. Is that with you guys as well? Yeah, I would agree. And we want to congratulate Kyle. He's going to be the in the, in the uh, Pantheon. Hey. Yeah. You're on the council now, man. So this is the first time since Josh now that all three marathon men right. are on the council. So uh, we'll see if we can get one push tonight. It's going to be tricky. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So um, let's see. Let's start off with um, best film location. Um, I think this was a very solid category. Um, Kyle, take it out. Yeah, uh, film location is pretty tough. On the, a lot of these categories are going to be really tough tonight, uh, choosing a winner. Um, I brought it down to what it looked like in the shots and how important it actually was to the movie okay. at the end of the day. And that's why I went with the church tower for Vertigo. Ooh. All right. Okay. Um, Ooh, you're like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I wrong as fuck. Right. I mean, (laughs) no, it's it's shot so gorgeous. And you get that, you get the the actual senses of vertigo uh, from Jimmy Stewart as as he's chasing Kim Novak up the fucking stairs. And they do that gorgeous shot where they're looking all the way down it and they just, they just kind of pan and everything is just stretching. And you, like yourself, you feel like, oh, fuck, I'm really dizzy watching this goddamn scene. Uh, and obviously it's very pivotal to the plot because um, it's where the fake death happens and then her real death happens, uh, which, you know. Now, they actually recreated that staircase, didn't they? Mm-hmm. On a yes. set. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. but that was a real location as well. Yes. So they, on the outside. Yeah, movie yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And let's do something real quick. We usually do this beforehand. I didn't get to write them down. Um, do you want to control um, tonight the category winners? Sure, I can do that. Because usually there's been a blowout. But I have to. I have a yeah. feeling to. Usually, after like three or four categories, we can just stop. Keeping yeah. Count, but when I, you cranking out shit like Vertigo at the beginning here with the with the tower, we better keep track of this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we continue? You think, or are you comfortable? Yeah. Let's okay. Do it. Nathan. My my personal favorite was Jeffrey's apartment from Rear Window. Oh really? I, yeah. You spend so much time there, and if it weren't, I mean, 
you really just see it from his perspective. He's kind of stuck in the apartment, and if it weren't an interesting location, that whole movie would just... It would not be interesting. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, right in the beginning, you learn a lot about his character as, you know, he's just sitting there, but it pans around. You see, like, goofy pictures of him and pictures of his girlfriend. And, you know, you get a sense of who he is just from seeing the environment. And that's really neat. You know what I mean? Like, that you can tell, you can talk about a character and you can see who a character is just by seeing where they live. And I didn't, th- I didn't personally think that that was true of any other film, really, that we saw. But it really stuck out for me in Rear Window. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Jeffrey's apartment or Max Cherry's office from Jackie Brown? <laughs> Do I got to pick one? I got to pick Max Cherry's office. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> There's a little more life in Max Cherry's office. Yeah, yeah no, but for the same reasons. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's, why, reasons. that's why I was right. thinking that, yeah. yeah. All right, um, I'm going to start this with um, Psycho, man. Um, I can't even go on a vacation um, to one of our favorite <laughs> camping sites without seeing the... Uh, the uh, the small hotel or motel, yeah, you right. know, um, it's old the old house and the motel though. So I'm gonna do the uh, the combination okay. there. Okay. It's, it's 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 so creepy. Um, it's iconic. Um, it's changed how you know I, I see the uh, the motels and uh, it's great. It's just a two wall exterior. Um, I was looking into that. I guess it's on a back lot in Universal now. But yeah. they only did the front and then the side and then the back was uh you know not even finished yet because they were on a TV budget. Right. You yeah. know, so just all you get all of that bang for your buck there on a tight budget. And again, it's just iconic. Well, movie. Hitchcock funded. Funded Psycho himself, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, Pretty yeah. Much, yeah. 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 So yeah, and I do want to give a shout out though. Hitchcock fucking tricked me out, dude. For the longest time, I was like, man, I love Psycho. I love the look of this, but I was sold for the longest time on Bodega Bay and mm-hmm. Birds. Oh yeah, and I was like, yeah. I want to go on vacation there. And even better, Sam's the Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. The, I, the whole time we were watching, because I do the same thing now, where I fill out kind of as we're going, like uh-huh. this is the best location. And for a long time, it was it was Bodega Bay, and I feel like you know, Sam's the Birds. Uh-huh. It, this is a beautiful, this is a beautiful location. Yeah. And I love switching like uh, like t- taking a genre and, and putting it on its face, you know, mm. and doing a I want to do a slasher flick. And go to Bodega Bay. I think oh, that would yeah, be yeah. solid. I think it'd be a solid movie. But um, Bodega Bay, I started looking into it, and uh, I had to go with the uh, the Psycho um, because Bodega Bay, most of that shit there, isn't even a real location. Right. It really? was mirrors and painted glass. You really? know, yeah, and uh, just a matte painting. It makes it just that much more impressive, though. Well, it Dude, is. no, yeah, it is. But man. I was like, wow. I thought it was a real location, but most of that, the uh, the exterior shots. Um, Hitchcock is one of those guys who liked to control his environment, mm-hmm. so he directed a lot of that stuff on stage, you know, or on, on a closed set. Right. Um, so all that that we see looks nothing like that, man. Huh. Nothing. Well, that's, the schoolhouse yeah. is like what four miles away from yeah. that that actual spot there, which I love that that kind of cinematography mm-hmm. where you can you know just fake everybody out and push a schoolhouse mm-hmm. like miles away from the actual location. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Best character, man. Got a got another tough one here. Um, but I, I ultimately went with L.B. Jeffries, uh, nice. Rear Window. Yeah. Uh, it, he's he's a very complex character. I mean, he's he's stuck in a house with his broken leg, obviously his apartment, and he's he lets his curiosity it just kind of consume him. And I I also love that weird relationship that he's got going on uh, with Lisa, where it's you know he's he's clearly in love with her, but he doesn't like he yeah. feels like he would ruin her if right. they were together. That's cool. And uh, fuck, just a great character. Yeah. I mean, just the, yeah. the the construct for why he's there. He was a photographer that just got a little too close to a race car because he wanted uh, to get that perfect shot. And I would watch that movie. Fuck yeah, you know? yeah. that'd be a cool. It'd be be a, be a completely different genre, mm-hmm. but it would be so cool just to see like him just doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be absolutely. Awesome. 
yeah. That's why I went on Jeffries, just that, that curiosity uh, consuming him. I love Jeffries. I, I like, um, we talked about this before, I like flawed characters, and I like, I initially when I started watching this, I was like, I don't fucking like this guy. Right. Like, you know, the, he's talking shit about Grace Kelly. Like, you ain't gonna do any fucking better than that, bro. Jimmy, you ain't yeah, gonna, yeah. like, it's, you know, fucking just marry her. Uh-huh. Like, the Prince of Monaco is gonna come fucking marry her if you don't yeah, do yeah, something, no you fuck. Like... <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, I love Jeffries. Was a great character. Was that yours? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was for a while until I watched uh, North by Northwest, and then Roger Thornhill fucking knocked it out of the mm-hmm. park, man. Roger Thornhill. Roger O. Thornhill. Yeah, Roger Thornhill's a fucking <laughs> badass. Like, um, we'll talk about it a little bit later or whatever. But the, I, the thing that really blew me away was that this movie came out before Doctor No. That uh-huh. it was before mm-hmm. the first James Bond film. Yeah. I, I would have thought that it was almost a kind of a parody of James yeah. Bond in a yeah, way absolutely. that it's. Kind of laid he's, the groundwork for Bond. Yeah. Absolutely, he's such a smooth, just badass in that movie. He starts off kind Which of we'll bumbling and like, oh, <laughs> he's a great. I loved everything that came out of his mouth. Yeah, man. he's great. Yeah, he he hams it up a lot, and he it's, does. It's, it's great. beautiful. It's so great. Yeah. All right. Well, mine was um, Vertigo. Um, Scotty Ferguson um, right. juggling a former girlfriend, detective. Um, who has vertigo, um, obsessed with, um, he's just an obsessed wreck of a human being, you know, and I think he had the, probably the the meatiest character of them all, you know, um, having to juggle all that, and it wasn't classy Jimmy Stewart either, right. you know, that you're no. used to. This was a dark, obsessed Jimmy Stewart, which we don't see a lot of, you know, right. um, but just watching him go through this macabre story, um, I thought was the richest character out of this marathon, so. Yeah, when he, so, yeah, when he, find, when he like turns on her, and he's like, really creepily like making her dress up like right. his yeah. dead girlfriend you see him like, go through shit, a range like, oh, of emotions fuck. that I don't think we get to see anybody else go through I um, think that's true I I found it a little bit weird just because he, I, you hear all these stories about Hitchcock and the way that he treats his leading ladies and he uh, was sort of sexually kind of mm-hmm. abusive toward them that's kind of what it reminded me of it was almost he's like this kind of mirror for Hitchcock at that yeah. point this parallel where he's controlling everything about them and that kind of weirded me out a little bit just trying to think about the meta knowledge that we have about Hitchcock now, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, uh, trying to write a character, like L.B. Jeffries or, you know, uh, Scotty Ferguson. You look at, um, I think that the most depth there, if I had to sit down and write a character tomorrow, giving a character all these flaws, giving right. them a love interest, taking that love interest away, um, the, the death of her, giving a detective who looks like he's pretty good at his job. I mean, he's scaling mm-hmm. buildings at mm-hmm. the beginning here. And then to come down with vertigo and then take away that you know that job that he loves. I mean, there's just a lot of meat here for a character right. on the page that um, I would be proud if Scotty Ferguson was my character. You know? Right. So, oh, for um, sure. All right, take us out, man. Uh, we got Best Screen Duo. Best Screen Duo with uh, LB and Lisa from Rear Window. Uh, I feel like a lot of these movies, uh, there are duos, but they mm-hmm. none of them have that, that clicky chemistry that I felt yeah. Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly kind of had. Uh, just... It, as actors, they were so right together on screen. They were mm-hmm. they were hitting their love scenes right. and their their arguments so well when they were when they were fighting with each other. Uh, but the characters themselves were just so well written. Um, and she's willing to do anything for him. She goes over to a suspected murderer's fucking yeah, apartment while right. he's gone because uh, he can't physically go over there himself. So she's gonna go do it for him. Uh-huh. Uh, so she's kind of like the most badass woman oh, in all of these movies. It. And yeah. and he wants to be a badass, but he can't. And she does it for him, and that's why they're such a, just a wonderful pairing. Yeah, right. I agree. I 100% agree with you. That's like that's my exact pick as well, uh, for largely the same reasons. I think I feel like these two have the most chemistry, and they have the most character development 
between with their relationship. Uh, you know, fucking Jeffries doesn't want to get involved with her because she thinks that she's not willing to take these risks and wow. kind of be like he is. But then you know she discovers they discover that she is willing to take those risks and they mm-hmm. meet each other in the middle and it's just it's great. Yeah, yeah, I love those two. That's who I went with as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it clearly. was really interesting too. I could have went with LB and Stella. I almost did. Oh, God. Yeah. They were probably, yeah. they were my second favorite pairing, yeah. Yeah. and they're in the Me same too. fucking. And movie. you know who else yeah. I almost went with? My third was LB and Tom. You're right, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the detective. So they it was pretty much like too. yeah. But to, to boil this one down, best screen duo, I went with a gentleman and his blonde. Mm. Okay, because all of them had all, the, of these movies. all of these movies had a guy <laughs> and a blonde. So I was like, it, I had to go with the with that pairing. And okay. like, you guys, you know, nailed it right on the head. They were awesome together. I love their banter back and forth about yeah. marriage mm-hmm. and just yeah. everything. It, it was it was fantastic. They were definitely for me the best duo on screen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's go to best villain um, antagonist. Man, uh, I bounced around on two of these movies. I almost went with Rear Window. But the antagonist was just, again, just boredom. And, like, yeah. this sense of imagination and wonderment. Right. That was the real antagonist of that movie. Um, but I went with Mrs. Bates uh, from Psycho. Because that's kind of uh, a little too iconic for me. I mean, that's that's really the most fearful character. Not, not Norman himself. Right. Norman, sweet, young, innocent kind of guy. Means well. Uh, but when he turns into his mother, he's... Right, a fucking yeah. psycho! Wow, that's right, the name right. of the movie. Yeah, uh, it's she's iconic. So for you're a going to Norman, Norman Bates turning into his mom, right? Not, not his Norman mom, Bates like you know, like not the skeleton with okay. a fucking wig. Like, well, no. I, I didn't know if you were going with the story, <laughs> the background of like you know, um, right. who she was as a person. Right, right. Okay, no, okay. I, I'm I'm going with Norman when when he changes gotcha. into his yeah, mother. Yeah. Okay. Yes, uh, definitely iconic. My favorite villain was uh, Philip Van Damme from North by Northwest. Really? Wow. That dude was like, I, I don't know, I, he just had charisma. Like, I loved everything he said. They had great banter between the two of them. There's that, that quote or whatever where they're in the art gallery and he's, you know, they're talking about like, uh, oh, you know, you've gone through all these different roles. You're like an actor. And he's like, you know, I bet you don't want, me to, you don't want to see me play dead. And he's like, oh, you know, it's your next role, as a matter of fact. The fuck is good, <laughs> man. It's just straight James Bond shit. Right. And, I, man, I thought he was great. He, he really killed it for me. He's awesome. Yeah, James Mason. Really good. Good deal. I'm going with uh, Norman Bates as the mother, if we need to uh, go that route. Uh, but, it, yeah, he's the, uh, you know, we could argue that he's the godfather of the slasher villains. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most recognized movie serial killers of all time, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just vicious. I mean, that was a pretty much a no-brainer for me, so... Nice. Yep. Well, see, they're compl- well, they're completely different kind of villains. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. like, what... Yeah, Bates is a is a great villain. I think you got a lot more, you know, character and you know what I mean. You you see Van Damme a lot more, and he has a he has much more of a presence. He's charismatic, and he's yes. you can see. He's got but a, I didn't see him do anything villainous though. Like he played the role, but yeah. he was he didn't do anything villain. I didn't know what he was capable. Well, he of. orders the guy's death. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, so I mean, like I I almost went with Gavin. You know, I mean, he's taking advantage of a sick man. Right. He's gonna flush his life down the toilet. You know, to yeah. kill you know his own wife. I was like, that's pretty villainous. That's right. pretty disgusting. But I was like, that's more of a dick. That's more of a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's more of a dick. Uh, and birds aren't that scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but in all seriousness, the, the in all seriousness, they're not that scary. It, no, it is. <laughs> there are a couple. <laughs> there are a couple of like that them. scene where she opens up the the bedroom uh-huh. or whatever at the end, and they're just all just like sitting there, yeah. like that's fucking creepy, yeah. man. All right, um, we have uh, best hero protagonist. Where are we going? This is where I went with Roger Thornhill oh, yeah. from North by Northwest. Uh, 
because he, I, I love a hero in a movie that isn't necessarily heroic, but is forced to be mm-hmm. kind of heroic. Mm-hmm. And he's just a simple ad man, loves to have a nice drink. All the bartenders in town know his name kind of yeah. guy. And now he's fucking on the run for his life, and he doesn't know why. And he just has to fucking be on his feet and think as quickly as he can in every situation. Uh, getting on the train and, and hiding and all that shit at the, the fucking Mount Rushmore. Like, everything yeah. he does, he has to, like, fucking think quick or he's dead. Well, I yeah, the, I, he, he goes, I love the arc of this film where they mistake him for, like, the secret agent. And then through the course of the film, he kind of becomes the secret agent. I wish he mm-hmm. would have become the secret agent. <laughs> Man, you're killing me oh, because you're, oh. you're we'll acting, get, like, we'll you're acting get, like you don't like this. No, I, li- I, I, I like, there was, like, I gave everything fours here. I, I yeah. had a fun time with it, but you'll see some, like, it'll start to unravel. I had okay. some issues. Oh um, man! But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I that's good. <laughs> I, I, I also picked uh, Roger um, for largely the same reasons. I love I love that like he he really I feel like he does. He slips into that role and he's he's like got this witty banter and he's you know like I don't know he's fucking great. Uh, I really did almost go with Jeffries though from Rear Window because I feel like he's this character who like all throughout the film people are telling people are telling him like what you know. What are you doing? You know what I mean. There's nothing. There's nothing going on over there. Like mm-hmm. then, then even when he's being confronted by the police officer, I said like, "There's nothing going on. I checked it. This is wrong. This is wrong." He still goes with his gut. You know, and he's like, "I, I feel that something is wrong. There is something wrong. We're gonna continue to investigate it. I don't give a fuck if I, if I sound crazy." And like that's you know that's that kind of dogged determination. You know, definitely deserves some credit. I thought Thornhill was a lot more interesting. See, uh, why I cut that one out almost immediately is because, as a viewer, you kind of question whether or not he's correct or not. And so it's like, it's hard to tell, like, is he just fucking crazy? No, Because we don't get to see the... the, You're right. He's only a hero because he was right. Right. You know what I mean? He could have been totally wrong, and then he would have been the fucking villain of the movie. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's why Best Neighborhood Watch goes to L.B. <laughs> Jeffries for me. Um, you said everything I was going to say. Um, yeah, a photographer with a broken leg decides to solve a crime with when no one else believes him, you know, yeah. and it's that uh, obsession. You know, uh, I think a, quite a few movies here, at least two to three of them here had um, a big key role was obsession mm-hmm. and uh, trying to crack this story, you know, and to figure out what was going on and um, everyone just put him down, you know. Um, yeah. even he, just, he draws people into his obsession. Even, yeah, yeah, and even Tom, you know, he was like, you know, he believed him and then he didn't, you know, and you're like, you know, what's going on here? But at the end of the day, he kept on that story, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he's, well, yeah, I love he didn't get to save the wife. Yeah. But how many people did he save? I mean, this guy was obviously a killer, right, so right. we hard to tell him where he would have went if it was just a um, a murder of passion or, or what it was. But, right. uh, you know, justice. Right. Justice at the end. So you picked so, Jeffries. Yeah, I picked Jeffries. Okay. Yep. Um, best kill. Hey, come on, guys. <clears throat> Don't. Come on. Come on. Hook me up. We're going. We're going. Where are you going? Where are you going? Um, I'm going to go with the birds on this one. Are you really? What the fuck? I'm oh! going with the gas station when the fucking car blows up. Because <laughs> no, that you're is not. not. Are you? Yes. No. I fucking love that. Is he joking me? I don't right. know. I can't read this shit from Right there. goddamn there. Gas God. station burn victim. <laughs> Oh. That that death is hilarious. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> cool. It's cool as fuck. It's like one of the only like deaths you actually see in any of these movies. Because uh, even in Psycho, when she's being stabbed, you really aren't seeing much but a knife like slightly moving, and you uh, see a little bit of blood in the top. This you see a guy fucking blow up. No, I know. Awesome. I I feel like that same scene happened in like uh oh Birds uh, too. Na- no, na- <laughs> no like na- National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or whatever the well, fuck good. this came before that <laughs> this no I thought it was way better in yeah, Christmas this Vacation a, this a pioneer <laughs> <laughs> 
Kyle. No, that's cool. The correct answer is Psycho. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there's, the, there's the shower scene in Psycho. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let me, yeah, let's, do we even need to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, let's break it down, dude. 77 camera angles, 50 cuts, three minutes long, and my favorite, the extreme close-up yeah. on the eye. Mm-hmm. And the pan out. Oh yeah! It's not even. It's oh, it's a pan yeah. and a turn. They oh. put the camera upside down. And no, it's, it's, we'll get into that in the cinematography. So do you? Do you like, want to change your answer? No, it's the guest. Has anyone ever changed their the answer? Camera, <laughs> the camera follows the fucking the drain. The water goes down the drain and uh-huh. spins out from her eyes. Tell me about oh. it. Dude. Yeah. Oh, you you I, went with the, I'm not the dis- dude with the cigar. Seventy-seven the camera <laughs> angles. I am not disagreeing. That is amazing. Did you write, did you write two down for Psycho? I did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm keeping track here. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my what the fuck for the. Okay. Your answer. Next. All right. So what's your what the fuck of the, uh, of the night? It actually involves the shower scene. Um, originally, that was entirely scoreless. Yeah. Oh, Isn't really? that fucking yeah, insane? insane? That Alfred Hitchcock was like, you know what? I don't want any sound in this. And Bernard Herman's like, um. You mind if I try something here? <laughs> yeah, that's and great. He, he's, like, he's like, no, I really don't want you to do anything for the scene. I want it to be completely quiet except for the sound of like running water. Wow. He's like, he's like, just just let me let me try just something. Let me, and then, we, then when he did it, you have like the most iconic fucking yeah. horror movie so, like score of all time with. Wee, wee, yeah. wee. I mean, right. did you ever hear his quote about that? Mm-mm. Like, um, he was like, so what do you think? You know, you told me not to do it, and Hitchcock was, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like. Um, he was like, pretty much horrible suggestion, my boy. <laughs> horrible suggestion. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, what's yours? Dude, I have a, I have a million. I know, I dude, that's funny, isn't it? This. Like, uh, can I just run it down real quick? Yeah, do yeah. it. Okay, the one, one of them, because I was watching it, and I had, I get, Rachel, I guess, studied Psycho in school. And uh-huh. so she was telling me as I was watching it during that, right before the shower scene, where they, they show the toilet and she flushes the thing down. First that's the, the first time a toilet was ever seen on film. And then the, when they flushed the toilet, it was the first time that a, that a flush was heard oh, yeah, yeah. In, in American cinema. Yeah. Like, that's how repressed 1950s America was. <laughs> yeah, I read like, that, yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> like, um, so that was one. The other one was... Um, it, so I love the cinematography in Psycho. Like for that, yeah. the shower scene, right? But then it takes a left turn when uh, when Arbogast dies and he's falling down yeah, the stairs. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Uh-huh. You like that? I, I fucking love hate that. I think I love the overview of her coming, of her coming out. out. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the actual the falling down the stairs, like, oh, I just, it, I, really? yeah, I, I never, I've never liked it. some style for 50s, you know? It's, I like uh-huh. that you're going for something, but I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. Um, the third one was, um, so I, Psycho, again, Psycho is so iconic and uh-huh. it's such a great film. And to think that in 1998 they remade it with, shot for shot. with they, sh- they shot for shot remade it with Vince Vaughn yeah. and Anne Heche, and they put Living Dead Girl in it from Rob, Z- Rob Zombie, and it's like, what the fuck? How did you ever uh, yeah. fucking think that was gonna be cool? Uh, four was <laughs> four was uh, in North by Northwest, and this was I think the really the the one that really I was like, what the fuck was um. When he shows up to the Mount Rushmore to Van Damme's, like, uh, his estate or whatever, uh-huh. and he, like, takes a taxi to the front door. Like, I've never seen somebody, like, take a taxi to the evil lair. Uh-huh. Like, he gets dropped out uh, out front. Like, <laughs> and then he person? sneaks up. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So is that your what the fuck then? 
Uh, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Okay, okay, okay. You're all circling on the thing. Okay. I got like a ton of these. Okay, I have a ton too, dude. So let me, let me, you only hit on a couple. I don't think you hit on one of mine. Really? But yeah. So, okay. I'm going to start off with, um, I'll, I'll say my, my real one at the end. Okay. Okay. Um, one was the fucking, the fucking nun. <laughs> the fucking nun in Vertigo, dude. Yeah. She just pops up out of a fucking trap door. Right. And Jimmy Stewart's like, well, just standing there holding his dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she's like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, because I was like, dude, I was like, you know, that's your favorite location. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm into that scene. Yeah. I'm like into this I'm whole into that Vertigo scene moment. That point. Yeah. yeah, he has yeah. to, he has to go through this. And then the nun just pops out of fucking nowhere. I'm like, Jesus the nun's like, fucking what the fuck going on up here he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie just fucking ends and it just ends scene <laughs> yeah. done roll credits and I have to say real quick dude like Hitchcock is the master of suspense but he's not the master of endings dude no what's that just, endings? No. once the suspense is lifted he's like fuck just get to the end yeah. <laughs> we get to the, get <laughs> fucking the done the, the end of fucking North by Northwest yeah. where like I expected there to be like 10 more minutes yeah, yeah. and he reaches down to pick her up and then they're in the Driving train the and then and then all of a sudden there's like that fucking the dick reference yeah, of the yeah, fucking yeah. train yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. really? And then That's rear, how you ended it? Rear window, it's like the most awkward fall I've ever seen. And then yeah. done. is like, done. done. <laughs> Yo, I think the only one that had a great ending was um, Psycho. 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 Yeah, yeah, Psycho. And Birds was kind of left Birds open. had a cool ending. Yeah, that's cool. Birds, there's just still birds everywhere. They're just <laughs> I, I like down. that they, ne- they neither explain, uh-huh. they never explain why the birds are there, uh-huh. and they don't tell you how this is resolved. They, okay. it's, they so, just drive away. Here's, a, here's another one I had, okay? I don't know if you guys are going to be with me on this one, okay? <laughs> uh, now, this is because, dude, I am going to bitch about a scene that is one of the most iconic scenes in history, okay? <laughs> oh, I, I was At least I have another video landed with me. Ryan Smith was watching this with me. Yeah. And one of the most iconic scenes of all time, well, let me start here, okay? One of the most iconic scenes, it was um, Alfred Hitchcock, instead of a, um, um, what is that? That airplane's coming down. What's that? Crop duster. Crop, crop duster. Instead of a crop duster, you know what originally he wanted? Huh. A tornado. fucking tornado. <laughs> what? The bad guys were gonna send a tornado to kill him. That's what? Not, and they that's couldn't. They absolutely couldn't, real. They could not make that happen. So they're like, "Fucking let's do a crop Obviously, duster." Obviously, you can't just make yeah, tornadoes. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? But. This is some of the problems I have with North by Northwest because yeah. he just went fucking kind of crazy for me, for my taste. Yeah. Um, one, the original screenplay, I think, or the, the the working title was The Man Who Who Like Sneezed in Abraham Lincoln's Nose. <laughs> that was the, like, see, he was going to climb down and hide in Abraham Lincoln's yeah. nose, and that was like a big thing. Okay. You know, it was going to happen. I was just like, what awesome. the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? Uh, you're crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's was crazy. Wonderful. But so then, the whole crop dusting scene. Yeah. This motherfucker's got guns on his airplane, okay? Yeah. But he can only shoot backwards, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And this isn't a kamikaze. This yeah, motherfucker's yeah. probably getting paid, okay? Sure. He runs right into that fucking truck. And I'm like, I didn't go to aviation school, okay? Right. But he had plenty of time to pull up and go over that fucking semi. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? There's okay. no way. I'm so I don't I don't get that whole scene. I, I will okay. I will say this is a little bit of of, uh, of what happened. Okay, and I'm bitching that, over like one of the most classic <laughs> iconic scenes. No, so I I knew going in. I was like, man, I, this crop fucking crop dusting scene. I've heard a lot about this. And so like right when that uh, this is fucking legit. Like I went and I I was fucking hungry. It was like 10:45 last night. And I I made a soup. And then I sat back down with this fucking soup, and I've got, I sit down, and it's that scene. I'm like, all right, cool. And it's, I've got, like, the bowl is super hot, so I have this, like, wash rag underneath it. And I go to move the wash rag, and I spill fucking soup all over my hand. I'm, like, burning my fucking hands. I'm like, fuck, fuck. And, like, I'm trying to, like, I don't, I don't have anything to put on. Uh-huh. I'm, like, wiping. And I missed the whole fucking scene. Uh-huh. So that whole, like, oh, 
it ran into a fucking truck. Like, I didn't even fucking see that because uh-huh. I was burned the <laughs> shit out of my arm. So, like, you know, that may be a valid criticism, but I I saw the movie without that, and uh-huh. it was great. And then, okay, <laughs> yeah, and then, okay, and I then, saw the directors. This is the only last thing I'm going to say about North by Northwest. Actually, two more things. The other one was, like, right after the train sequence when he knows bad guys are chasing him, the motherfucker stops for a goddamn shave <laughs> in the train station. And I'm like, what? The, get the fuck out of there. What are you thinking? Oh, and then, so the other one is, like, I like the uh, Mount uh, Rushmore as a as a set piece. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry. You, you fuckers are chasing me, right? And you have this whole plot of land, okay? I'm going to, and you're coming this way. It's not like you have a goddamn posse and a fucking you right. know, pack of wolves after me, right? <laughs> it's like there's two fucking guys, and the best thing you can come up with is, Let's go down, down the fucking face of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> you go around and you backtrack. Well, I know, but you're not you gonna fucking draw fucking like some if you Rambo Mount shit. Mount Rushmore there. in your movie. You're not gonna not use fucking Mount Mount Rushmore. It's... I wouldn't. I wouldn't go down Rush Mount Rushmore <laughs> without bad guys chasing me. <laughs> let alone with them fucking chasing me. You're fucking the, <laughs> dead. Okay. So and last, yet it so, didn't happen like that, <laughs> so, dude. That's like I cannot stand that. But. Um, <laughs> What was the so? There's one more I wanted to bring up, not from the North by Northwest, but uh, let's see, Birds, uh, Vertigo Window, Psycho. Okay, so here's my big one. Okay. Okay, and you got to share that one that I haven't, been, I didn't get a read on. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and share it real quick. It's the one with um, in Birds where he fucking took something about it, like a fucking bird put it in a casket or doll. Or oh, something. okay, okay. So Tippy Hendren's daughter was on set, and Hitchcock found a doll that looked like her daughter. Oh, and I then about that. put it into a box that was shaped like a casket and then gave it to yeah. her daughter. And her daughter was, like, terrified of Hitchcock for, like, the rest of her fucking life. Because <laughs> she's, like, five years old and yeah. some creepy old man hands her a casket with a doll that looks exactly like her inside yeah. of the fucking wow. casket. That's creepy That's creepy, shit. dude. I didn't, that's awesome, man. I didn't know about that until you told me. So here's my big one, okay? okay. I'm going birds. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's people giving up private information in that movie. <laughs> Okay, she goes to uh, Mitch's like hotel, yeah. and she puts the lovebirds down. The guy's like, hold up, you can't leave those birds there because he lives 60 miles away from here, <laughs> yeah. and you can probably find him here. Right. Okay, so she gets in her car, drives like 60 miles, right? right. She gets to a, like a fucking little bodega shop, right? Um, and then she's like, you know, post where's... Post office. Yeah, post office, yeah. She's like, where does Mitch live? He's like, well, one... He lives across the, the bay. You see that, that house right there? Gotta get a boat. There. That's his house. Let me chi- order you a boat. The child's name is this, and I'll even order you a fucking boat. <laughs> this is like before internet. Okay? Right. She made it all the way to his fucking house <laughs> off of information. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> You're like, is that what all pretty women go through? Right. Like, Do they always get this treatment? Is it just because I'm a fuck, fucking ugly fat guy that no one ever tells me? <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. And I, don't, I couldn't work in that fucking, uh, like the beginning there, the, mm. the bird shop. Oh, Could you yeah. work in that fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> in the sound effects for birds. Okay, I'm done. So birds was my what the fuck, though. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So um, let's go to best score and soundtrack. Psycho, Psycho, yeah. <laughs> Do you, you need elaboration? Psycho, right? Yeah, Psycho. I mean Bernard Herrmann, uh, fucking kills it. It's it, and, and a lot of it, uh, credit does go to Hitchcock because he he was like, I want you to use nothing but string instruments, mm, yeah. and I want you to play them. You know, because there are, there are parts in this movie that are very slow. And that's when the music is very yeah, elegant right. and beautiful and sweeping. And then when the, the suspense is building, that's when they get really like, jarring. Like, yeah. wait, wait, yeah. wait. You know, like they, that kind of shit. It's funny. They did the same thing in, uh, you guys saw The Witch or whatever? Yes. They did that in, in theaters. Like, they did, uh, that reminded me a lot of that where, like, 
I wouldn't necessarily say it was a great soundtrack in The Witch Order, but they 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 amp it up mm. so hard. It's just so like unnerving. Yeah, right. And it's very similar in Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, dude, this movie nothing really happens for twenty minutes, but that main title score yeah, sets so you good. up so beautifully that you're like, man, it's something something's fucking coming. Yeah, yep. you know, yeah. But uh, um, it was supposed to be a larger orchestra too, but because of the television budget, it had to get a little bit more personalized. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, which was awesome. Yeah. So, but I have to give a shout out, man, to uh, Vertigo. Uh, Vertigo would have been yeah. my second. Um, yeah. Prelude, uh, Rooftop, Nightmare, uh, the Nightmare and Dawn. That's a great fucking um, uh, sound, man. Uh, the necklace return and the finale. Um, all those are on the uh, uh, Vertigo um, score, but man, that Prelude rooftop that drew me in right there. I thought that was solid, but man, you cannot defeat Psycho. Yeah, it's so man. powerful. Hey, if we're a window, there's a song that saves a woman's life who's trying to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty great too. And if right? anybody is uh, <laughs> trying to check out the uh, Psycho, um, check out some like the main title. Um, the City, Temptation, and obviously The Knife is what it's called. Yeah, okay. um, some great uh, um, tracks on the on the soundtrack. Um, let's get to best quote. This is going to be like blown up. So this is going to be blown uh, open, man. This each, is gonna be good. each of these movies has 5, 10, 15 fucking lines, uh-huh. you could say. Absolutely. I mean, uh, North by Northwest is so witty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Rear Window is so poignant. Psycho has very creepy lines, you know, the, the classic, uh, um, a boy's mother is his best friend, right. you know, uh, and so basically what I had to come down to was what character gave me the best quotes overall, Okay, and so uh, since I couldn't pick exactly one, I ended up just going uh, with Stella from Rear Window. Oh, she was good. Every goddamn line she said was so funny, so, so on point, you know, just like, uh, you know. You need to marry that girl. Just, just yeah. hitting with everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but she says one line, and it just kind of helps describe like how unbearable it is that he's in this cast, stuck in this house, and it's just in the middle of fucking summer, and he's like dying of heat. Yeah. And she's like, "You'd think the rain would have cooled things down. All it did was make the heat wet." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that line. Yeah. So great because you just it That's makes exactly you feel how like even right now. yeah, <laughs> it makes you feel him feel like he's just even in a more unbearable right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there were so many, yeah, from every film that were yeah. really great, man. A lot of, a lot of say, just you know little what? lines. I have to disagree with that. I would say, like, um, more importantly for me, I think um, dialogue that pushes your movie forward mm-hmm. is more important than, you know, quotable you know lines. But I think there was more um, necessary dialogue to push the movie than quotable. Like, I think this was the least quotable out of really? all the, the... Really? A lot of marathons, I think yeah. so. I, I think what I liked about... What I liked about about this marathon in particular was I thought it had really great dialogue and a lot no, of yeah, the, great a lot dialogue of, a lot of the dialogue wasn't even necessarily to drive the story for it it reminded me a lot of the Tarantino stuff that I like where it's this kind of superfluous dialogue mm-hmm. we're just having conversations mm-hmm. this doesn't this doesn't relate to the plot and really? it's not going to come up later um, I loved a lot of that stuff but I ended up going with um, a quote from uh, North by Northwest which was um, where, they were, where they're in the art gallery and uh, and Van Damme's like uh, you know what what possessed you to come what what possessed you to come blunder in here like this? Uh, could it have been an overpowering interest in art? And uh, and Thornhill's like, yes, the art of survival. And it's like, <laughs> what a fucking badass! Like he just keeps getting more and more badass. Like he's he is he is James Bond before James Bond. And I, everything else, man, like everything else was great. But Roger Thornhill just fucking killed it for me, man. He was great. Good deal. Um, mine was um. I'll give my runner-up real quick. Mine okay. was Psycho, though. Okay. okay. So, um, North by Northwest was um, was fighting. Um, the moment I 
I meet an attractive woman. I have to start pretending I have no desire mm. to make love to her. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. great line, dude. Yeah. Um, but overall, I was like, what sums up this marathon for me? Okay, and that kind of helped me narrow it down a little bit. Um, and it was uh, Psycho. Um, it was Norman Bates when he says, um, we all go a little mad sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you look at uh, North by Northwest or Birds or Vertigo, there's a lot of madness going on yeah. in these movies. Yeah. And I thought that just summed it up perfectly. And I, I try to pick a, uh, a quote every once in a while that I like on a T-shirt. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I can see that like we all get you know go a little mad sometimes. I thought that was pretty classy. Yeah. So, um, that uh, best screenplay. Oh, this was another really fucking rough one. Um, I, I landed on uh, North by Northwest, uh, Ernest Lehman, uh, mostly because I, I feel there's so many different elements to the story. Uh, a lot of great quotes, dialogue, of course, but you're building in these great action scenes too, and that's that's. Those are really difficult to write, uh, whether you think that they are or not. They're really fucking tough to write. Uh, the story is kind of the most gripping, especially to me at the beginning, because uh, you have no fucking idea what's going on. Just right. like Thornhill, that like he's like, what is happening right now? And you're like, yeah, I, I can't answer that for you because I have no fucking idea what's going on. Well, so you're con- on that journey with him. Yeah, I was confused in the beginning. I mean, I thought maybe he he really was the secret agent. And he was mm-hmm. just like, you know what I mean? I don't know either. That would have been right? awesome. I yeah. was hoping for that. I was hoping that everyone, you know. Um, you know, was thinking that, and then he was like playing off the whole time. But he time. really like, was. But the then whole at time, the end, yeah. The, yeah, like maybe like he was in like some kind of I don't know coma or some shit. And he came out. Whatever. Sleeper agent. Yeah. And then it's something triggered, and he was, or or he was fucking around with everybody, and then right. he really was the agent. I was hoping that so much because, um, and some of this will unravel right now. My biggest issue with North by Northwest was I couldn't take him serious. Because I loved all those one-liners, okay? Mm-hmm. I loved how cheesy he got, right? Mm-hmm. But this fucker's just an, uh, what? Just he's a, an ad guy. He's an ad guy. And I felt like there was no, um, uh, what do I want to say? Um, con- no consequences for his actions. Okay. okay. Like, James Bond can afford to be cocky. He can afford to say those things because he's a fucking badass. He's trained. Mm-hmm. He's a 007, right. right? So when you have this ad guy, it felt like he took nothing serious. And these fucking guys are out to kill him. Like, right. you could be corny, okay? But you also have to take the thing serious. And the only time I really saw, like, some seriousness in his face when he was running with his fucking dick out when the goddamn, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking uh, crop duster was after him. <laughs> Everything else was a joke to him. And as a joke, I couldn't take the whole mission or this whole threat seriously because it was just a big ha-ha joke. And more importantly is like watching Vertigo, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, your wife actually said something very interesting. Um, does she not like Vertigo? I didn't like Vertigo either. Okay, because I remember well, we, neither of us did. I remember Rachel saying something about like it was long or it was boring, really boring as fuck. It's, it's boring and it, it it seems to end like four times. And yeah, it, it just keeps fucking. <laughs> and I will going. say this: like I, I I saw that and I was like, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one because I felt the length of Vertigo as well. Um, and I can see why Vertigo bombed. Okay, this is gonna get mm-hmm. back to my North by Northwest. I can see why Vertigo originally bombed in like 1958 or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. It bombed. I can see why, but I can also. It's funny. I see why it bombed, but I can also see why it comes back around. Right. And uh, if, remember our boxing marathon? I was talking about Raging Bull and how it was like my one of my life movies. Right. Like, I don't know if I could ever say yes to Pantheon, even though there's Pantheon things. There's a lot of movies that have Pantheon things that I'll sure. never say yes to just because it doesn't <laughs> doesn't go with my you know, the way I see movies. Um, but Vertigo is going to be one of those probably too that it's going to be one of my life movies where I fill the length and I get bored and I get tired. But there's a lot of shit going on in Vertigo. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff. But um, I feel like when I'm watching Vertigo, Jimmy Stewart 
is acting and he's fucking like it's a Hitchcock movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking Hitchcock movie. I watched North by Northwest and I realized that this is in the middle of what um I think North was in the middle of Vertigo and Psycho. Right. So he wanted to do something a little bit lighter, okay? Mm-hmm. Not as dark and I get that, but this doesn't feel like a Hitchcock movie to me like Vertigo and Psycho. It feels like a Cary Grant movie. It felt like this is Hollywood yeah. Cary Grant coming in and he's pulling the strings. You know, I instead of like that, a Hitchcock. But I, but I think you can yeah. also say this shows his depth as a director because these right. other ones are all very similar, but that's kind of what, what part of what really drew me to North by Northwest was it was so different. Uh-huh. And I, I was I was surprised that he could See, do that. It was different from Hitchcock, it, but know. it was more like that mainstream, which I'm not saying that's bad either. What I'm saying though is like there was moments where Cary Grant would walk through mm-hmm. and it was like, oh my God, we have to set this scene up real quick so Cary Grant can be funny. You know, so he can have his Hollywood moment. But I was surprised that he that he could do it so well. Yeah. So at the at the end of the day, when it came to Northwest, I did like North and Northwest, uh, North by Northwest. I thought it was good. Um, Yeah, I give it a great probably. There's a lot of really entertaining stuff in there. I just wish that he would have became an agent at the end, or he was an agent. Because then that would have uh, went back on all of his wisecracking. Right. You know, I just could never take him serious the whole time. Like, dude, you're in fucking danger. There's people coming after you to kill you. He's yeah. like, oh, fuck you. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> it's not like he wasn't that hokey. Yeah, but he, he wasn't He that stopped hokey. to shave in the train station. I'm like, uh, I just, I don't know. You let little I have things nag you so No, I do, I do. <laughs> I have a huge thing when it comes to, uh, you know, consequences for your action. Like, I, when you watch uh, fucking Mad Max, Fury Road, you know, I was like, I was telling some guy at this at work today, he was like, a couple days ago, and he was like, Fury Road, he's like, Oh, it's fucking awesome. Like, oh yeah, how awesome was it when they fucking wrap uh you know Mad Max in the front of a car, drive him through a goddamn sandstorm with lightning, fucking wreck it, and he gets up and walks around like nothing happened. Was that cool too? Was that fucking awesome? <laughs> because he cool. should walk around the whole fucking movie with a broken goddamn leg, and that would even be better for the fucking movie. You know, have a badass with a broken leg who still has to survive. And I'm like, same here. I mean, like, just, I don't know, raise the stakes a little <laughs> bit for me. So anyway, I'll get off my rant no, there. Fine. No, you're fine. Well, well, it was my, my favorite rant. screenplay, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was mine too, is so. That, is, that, oh, is, that, is that where we're at? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he said it. I agree. Your turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> vertigo. Um, okay. Coming down to, and again, um, there's a lot of length here. Um, but I think uh, when you look at, man, page after page after page for that whole running time, um, one, I want to give a shout out to screenplay by Alec Copel, I believe is how you say his name, and Samuel Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, ba- adapted from a French novel, Among the Dead, um, has romance, macabre, manipulation, fear, obsession, mystery, and I love that detective who, giving, you know, like you say, you like flawed characters. Yeah. I think it's really cool, and I've never seen it, I don't think, I'm sure it's just, it's out there, but it's not coming to me, but giving someone like a detective an illness like that, a vertigo, right. in the middle of a mystery movie... On top of a ghost story? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit going no, on in there Vertigo. Is. I, I think part of what I didn't like about Vertigo was that it seemed like, I, in the beginning, where they, they, it, 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 they super fucking set up the rest of the movie oh. where they're like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, if you if you endanger yourself again or something like that, then you can overcome it or whatever. Oh. And it's like, okay, so that's how the fucking movie ends. He's oh. obviously going to have to go back up fucking something, and then he has an event. Like, I don't know. I, I really... I just didn't fucking like it. Do you think that? Do you think the nun gave him a different disease? <laughs> yeah, he's probably afraid of. He's got him. religious PTSD now. <laughs> yeah, he, dude, it was funny. Um, uh, the guy named Doug. Um, he's a video lander. He posted on. Uh, it was funny. I put a meme up right after Suicide, oh, Suicide Squad damaged, came out. Yeah. Damaged over the cross of Jimmy Stewart's head. Yeah. And I was like, dude, come on, tell me that's not perfect. Dude, that fucking guy is damaged. Yeah, and uh, so cool. you can actually go to our Instagram page now because he actually. After I put that up there, he actually made it better. I colored it in. He colored it in and made him yeah. look like the Joker. That was so you great. Ju- that was yeah, good. so that's actually on our Instagram page. You gotta check that out. 
Um, yeah, so I went Vertigo. Um, what about you, man, for best cinematography? Cinematography. First, uh, quick shout out to, other than Hitchcock, the MVP of this is Robert Burks. Yeah. He's the cinematographer for four of these five movies. Oh, okay. I didn't even research yeah, that. He's awesome. the cinematographer of everything but Psycho. So, and, wow. and each of these movies has, like, really so fucking... Every, every one of them but the best one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no! <laughs> um, but, yeah, each of these movies has such innovative shots, uh, and, and Vertigo's the one I went with, uh, because it's the first one to use that, the scene, why I like the church so much, is that fucking amazing shot from, the the top of the, that, yeah. from the top of that steeple where everything is just closing in and you feel yeah. his vertigo in that exact fucking I believe moment. it was created for that shot, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they had to build a special thing to fucking hoist the, the camera out over the fucking ledge and, and do everything the way they did it. Um, there's also the, the great shot when she's up on the uh, San Francisco bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, mm. and he's down in the water, like watching her jump in. Oh, God, Real so quick, too, I feel this is probably like completely stupid answer or her question, but um, usually like Bodega Bay, I looked into that, I looked into you know the psycho thing, and I kind of knew that that was a set. I just had to reaffirm mm-hmm. it. But was that the real Golden, you know, Gate Bridge right there? Was that a, a painting? You know, I don't know. Because I know a lot of it was filmed in San Francisco, but right. he, Hitchcock loved to control his environment. So I don't know if he just did, like, exterior building shots, blah, 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 did that for, you know, San Francisco, and then moved out, you know, um, right. for, uh, you know, the, uh, the Golden That's a State. good possibility. Yeah, right. you know, I was curious about that. Oh, yeah, that's another th- reason for screenplay, too. I love um, something like uh, going to San Francisco. That's just kind of cool. You don't see a lot of movies shot sure. there. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. When you do, it's very obvious. Yeah. I mean, and this has to be one of the first films that actually, I think, utilizes San Francisco, yeah. in the, especially in the way that he used it. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, um, so best cinematography. Psycho. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Psycho has, a, barring that one shot that I really don't like where Arbogast is falling down the stairs or whatever, I think... They, the the use of the black and white yeah. is really good. There's some beautiful shots, even just like the shots of Bates, like where he's just, like where he's standing down by the swamp or whatever. Those are some of the most iconic scenes in my opinion. Most the best shots. Uh, the one shot in particular that I think, and we already touched base on it, is after after the the kill in the shower. So where solid. It, you know, it zooms in. It zooms in toward the mm-hmm. toward the uh, the drain, and the water's going down in a circle. And then it zooms out from her eye, and then like she just has that blank, fucking twisted stare. Like ah, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Like that alone would be enough. But the rest mm-hmm. of the movie is just beautiful and wonderful. And, yeah, it's yeah. my favorite looking movie, and I I it was my number two. For cinematography, is my number two. Um, I went with a completely different movie. I went with Rear Window. Um, yeah. 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 I went in my notes here. I put for limited space and movement, but providing information through the lens. You oh, know, yeah, absolutely. Like, perfect setups. Like you even said, your favorite location was the apartment, and it's great to see that uh, that camera set up in the apartment. But you're seeing all this stuff go mm-hmm. on, and it takes so much talent to set up your camera and to get the shots that you want, but to provide all that information. Right. I just mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah, and then through I also put in my notes also was um, use the cinematography to show how smart. L.B. Jeffries is, mm-hmm. you know, because right. there's so much information gathering, but you see what he's looking at, like the flower plants and the, right. the different sizes of that, but the camera had to be set up at the perfect spot. Yeah. And I, I'll even though that was all on a set, there's that one shot when it goes from daytime to nighttime and the sunset. Right. That looks so gorgeous, man. That's yeah. probably, there's a lot of lighting. Going I, on the, the way it they looks, did that, it took like a shitload of lights. Like, cause that's all, all it's all on a stage. It took like, like a million lights to get, and they had four settings for morning, Midday, awesome. evening, yeah. and nighttime, and that's fucking. I crazy. absolutely love just the look of Rear Window because yeah. it looks like 
it looks like a stage play. It does. And that's, I love that, but it looks believable, and it looks like you're inside a stage play it, it was in the, a great yeah, way. It was the original Fright Night, you know, before Fright Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. of course. Damn it, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so, well, let's go to Best Supporting Actress. This one was easy for me. Thelma Ritter. Yeah. As Stella in Rear Window. <laughs> uh, she is so fucking funny and poignant. With every goddamn line she says, she's so believable yeah, as as absolutely. this like person who's always nagging him about little shit, and right. he just kind of has to he has to bear it because that's just the kind of person wow. she is. Okay. I fucking loved her. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. It was it was she. I it was the first movie that I watched, and so she was the first. I was like, well, I'm gonna have her now. Best window actress. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's the first one we watched too. And uh, yeah, I was. It, it, nobody ever replaced her on the list no. you know what I mean she was great I loved her she was almost best screen duo except that I liked uh, Lisa and Jeffries a little bit more hmm. you know yeah loved and uh, I could see this one um, I went with Janet Lee for best supporting you know she's only in the first act of the movie oh, yeah yeah she's only in the first act and then her sister takes over the rest of the movie um, there's something you would, you would call her more of a supporting actress in this film like she, yeah I mean she's gone first act I mean she gets I mean, to I guess yeah she gets in first act I mean I could see it being argued but after, you look at Kim Novak and Vertigo I'll give my little spoiler away. <laughs> I mean she's got a huge meaty role compared to right. Janet Lee, who's like done you know first act but anyway Janet Lee, there's always been something about her that I just love like she seems like when you're watching this she comes off like a survivor you know, like she's gonna pull out. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, just seeing her get killed like that, it comes as a surprise. Even though every time I know that she's gonna get axed, um, I love that scene too, where she's in the car and she's mulling over all the ideas, all the oh, yeah. all the criticisms, and all the stories that people are saying back home. Yeah. And just you look at her face, and she's kind of scared. And then she goes into that yeah, little smile. yeah, a little yeah. smile. Like I pulled this off. I mean, it's just brilliant, man. Right. Um, and then you know, interacting with with Norman Bates. Um, I thought she was just brilliant. So mm-hmm. um, my sporting went to Janet Lee. Is it Janet Lee? Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Is it Janet Lee? Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. Janet Lee. I, I think stupid. so. Isn't she uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that cool. makes sense. Cool. All right. Um, best supporting actor. Uh, this one was a little tougher because I almost wanted to go Martin Landau and North by Northwest. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. Good looking dude, too. Like, you, <laughs> look, at homo, Martin, you look at Mar- Martin Landau now and you're like, oh, that guy was never a good looking guy, but he's damn good looking. I think it was movie. Ryan said that's Martin Landau. I'm like, fuck, it is. It, it, it it's, it's crazy. Um, but I went with Wendell Corey as uh, Detective Lieutenant Doyle mm, in Rear. I almost went oh, there. Wow, really? Uh, I almost went that there. Guy, that guy is so good. Uh, because everything he says is just so matter of factly. And like, right. But like, when Jeffries is giving him these wild, crazy stories, he's like, he's taking it in and he almost has this look like, oh, I'm starting to believe you. And then as soon as the story's done, he just fucking fails yeah. it immediately. That was great. Yeah. And he does that so goddamn well. Like, he's like, oh, another fucking story from you here. Well, here's the real thing that actually happened. Yeah. He, that guy's so fucking good. Yeah, that's yeah, good no, point. he was cool. Yeah. No, I, for sure. I went with, um, with Rod Taylor from Birds as wow. uh, Mitch Brenner. Uh, he was about the only thing keeping me in that movie, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't like love birds. Uh, like, I, I just, I don't know. Even the premise of fucking birds, I don't care for. Like, I don't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Like, okay, like if I go into a, into a store and I start talking shit about some girl. And then she fucking shows up in my house, like, 60 miles away. Fucking like, psycho like, shit, like, man. Like, like, writing shit to my my little sister or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
I wouldn't, like, I rarely find occasion to, like, strike a woman. But, yeah. like, that would be, like, <laughs> I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, like, go be, like, I wouldn't go ask her out. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's I, fucking I, weird. It's fucking weird. It's fucking it, real it was, weird. It was weird, and it was weird that it wasn't acknowledged that it was weird. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and, uh, that's just the 60s. <laughs> well, no, but, but, but Mitch, Mitch was a bro. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mitch was a bro. Dude, I liked the him. actors in this <laughs> were all solid, dude. I mean, look yeah. at, I mean, you got fucking Anthony, uh. Um, Perkins, you have uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Rod Taylor, man, Jimmy Stewart, I mean, Cary Grant, I mean, come on. It's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay, mine uh, for Best Supporting Actor, you hit on it earlier, Nathan. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of when it comes to North by Northwest, but James Mason um, mm, as uh, cool. Philip Van Damme. Um, I thought uh, you you said that he was like a, a good um, a villain. He's a great bond yeah. Even though villain, I didn't see anything, this is the even only though, time he ever really played a villain. Too. Yeah, and even though I didn't yeah. see anything villainous, like you know, there's he sicked a tornado on him. Yeah, <laughs> How but he did come. Out of he did have the uh, the aura of yeah, like a Bond absolutely. villain. I, yeah. I really appreciate that. I thought you know I, I could see that if he yeah I like. Yeah, that was my weakest category right here. Where I was like, man, where do I go? Right. And I don't. I can't really explain James Mason. Just he had the look. Oh, if that yeah. makes sense. He had the look. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I went with best supporting actor for that. I think that was the weakest category too. Really? I, I, think so. I think so. You think so? And that's there pretty, were a lot of supporting that's, actors. That's pretty right? wild too. For the first yeah. time, the, the actor category, you know, best yeah. supporting oh, yeah. actor is weaker than you know yeah. the rest. You there know, so many great this female. Was, this was so great because there were so many good female. Yeah. And if this is the first time anyone's listening to one of our marathons, we have a hell of a time when it comes to female yeah. performances. Oftentimes we have to just omit yeah. the, the whole category and just be like, oh, you know, best fucking whatever else yeah. there was. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, you know, literally. But this time it was best supporting actor. I really had to think about this one. Like, oh, yeah. who do I give it to? I wasn't really interested in any of them, but um, if I had to go one, one with James Mason. Okay. Um, best actress. Oh, which big titted blonde do you choose? <laughs> That's he horrible. fucking Hitchcock had a type, didn't he? Uh, he uh, <laughs> uh, I went with Grace Kelly uh, again <laughs> because I fucking I love her relationship uh, with Jeffries. I love uh, God. She's so like fucking girly, but she's so manly at the mm. same time. Like she's she's got a lot of fucking balls oh, for, yeah, for a, a princess, you know. She's not a princess uh, yet. Well, I mean, I meant I meant in the but metaphorical yeah. sense, like a, a pampered woman who. You know, it's always wearing the, yeah, yeah, always wearing the nicest dresses, and all men pay attention to her and buy her everything. And right. this is the one guy who won't, so she's really chasing after him. But she also really fucking cares for him and loves him. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, just the the last shot of the movie where she's like laying on the couch and like they're finally you can tell like yeah. oh this relationship's like resolved and she's like not wearing her dress. She's like dressed down for a oh. house and she's like just reading a book and then. She's got a little fucking fashion magazine yeah, yeah. like hidden inside. Like she still keeps herself and all that. She keeps uh, it real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she she's got a lot of fast witty lines and mm-hmm. uh their performance really, really sells that whole she's character. She's smart, she's an intelligent mm-hmm. an intelligent character, uh, who easily holds her own against everybody else. She's right. an independent woman, she's is a, yeah, she's my pick as well. Grace Kelly really? was really you guys surprised oh, me on this. Like I do I love her. I thought she's awesome, good. <laughs> I, for, no, for all the same for all the same reasons. Uh, I mean, I thought she was I thought she was fantastic, man. And I, and I all the things that uh, that Jeffrey says about her, like she's too good for me, and like you start to think that as well. Like she's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like what is she doing with you? You know? Yeah, right. And may, maybe that almost kind of detracts from it a little bit. But you get the sense that she really cares for him. And she's then, you know, twenty and he's in his late fifties. Right. And like yeah. 
why is she there? But, oh, she's yeah, just a she's great like, character. So with this man. one, no, I yeah, best yeah, great character, great character, and uh, yeah, okay. I thought she did a wonderful okay. job as well. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where um, like it got my best duo. You know, yeah. I have nothing yeah. bad to say about Grace Kelly, but when I had to break this down, I was like, okay. Best character, best actress. Okay, who came to work and had to go through that gambit of emotions? Who had to put their soul? Right, in? I understand. You're gonna say Vertigo. Yeah, right? for sure. Okay. Yeah, so I went Vertigo. Kim Novak um, and Judy Barton and Madeline Elster. El- Elster, I believe, is what it was. Um, but she really won me over as Judy. You know, yeah, yeah. she played that macabre role where you didn't know if she was possessed, and then she goes from that to this this victim. You know, mm. and when you're breaking down that role of someone who's coming to work and they're they're you know digging deep into this character um it was it was nothing for me i was like yeah kim novak i think murdered it as uh as judy okay. see i i disagree so much really i really wow. i really did not like kim novak in this wow. I, think, I didn't really I, either i think I, parts of the the boringness come because of her because jimmy stewart's not fucking boring in this movie he's no he doesn't have anything to do though he doesn't but he's he, the shit that he does um, do he does well i think it just the it's, I think it's the movie that's because he's just trying to figure out this macabre story, and it's almost mm-hmm. like I, I, I said it was like Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And there comes a point where you just don't give a fuck about the mystery. I think the mystery, yeah, how they mm-hmm. film it. I think the mystery is kind of boring. You know, I think it goes on yeah. a little bit too long. But uh, yeah. I think they both were kind of just you know, uh, yeah. you know, I whatever. couldn't get into it, man. I you were saying this is one of those movies that you're gonna watch. Once a year or whatever. It's like, one of those I, lifetime movies, like lifetime Bull. movies. Yeah, I don't know that I'm gonna watch this again anytime really? soon. I, I can't see myself wanting to. I, I found myself yeah, on, on same my same way with Raging Bull. I, I was <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah, I'm gonna look up like uh, you know what critics thought of this or something. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, right. or I wonder how they did that shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm like, oh, I don't fucking care. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like earlier I said, like this movie bombed when it first came out. Yeah. I, I completely see why because yeah, it's it's challenging, but I also think that it's one of those movies as you age. You might be able to latch on to some things even more. It um, might because right I'm now it's probably too, Brad. I'm, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the dude, like like I said for my screenplay though, when you go back to that, it's like romance, macabre, manipulation, obsession, fear, mystery. A lot of stuff going on there. I think it's one of those movies that needs to be unpacked. But I'm, I mean, and again, I'm saying that, but I'm with you guys on that. You oh, know, yeah. um, I thought it was very, you know. I wouldn't even put it in Pantheon. Now, there's probably some dicks that just went soft on that one. Like, what? <laughs> Fucking number no, one movie of all time. No, I was I was hoping that you guys would not say that, that you're like, oh, I, I was afraid that we were gonna come we were gonna come here and be like, so uh Vertigo was Pantheon, right? Like we yeah. all agreed. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm I like, there's there's a lot of blind parts. I, I think like when, it. when it hits, it really hits. Though. Yeah. It, yeah, hits, yeah. It, it hits hard at times, and I think that's cool. I I guess I enjoyed it, but I all the scenes yeah, with I with uh, I didn't uh, give it one award. Scott, obviously, Scott well, obviously this isn't going to Pantheon tonight. So <laughs> you know, what'd be interesting though is uh, later on maybe doing a uh, versus between Vertigo and uh, fucking Citizen Kane. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, be solid. Mm-hmm. Um, see if because uh, I remember Citizen Kane holding up like a motherfucker. Like I, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. loving Citizen Kane, but. It's been probably 10 years since I've watched that. I was really hoping that um, Vertigo would be one of those movies that, you know, because I was, dude, the beginning of this, I was on board, man. Like, I was like, dude, this is solid, man. Yeah. And then it just kept on Chinatown in me. It kind of waffles around a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I, and, and I think part of it was the expectation where we talked about, like, well, this is just, you know, surpassed. It's the it's the greatest film of all time or whatever. And it, you just sound like, I think, I think this the movie starts is the best like, film of all it's time. It's almost like 20 minutes without anything spoken at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Something like that. Like, it's a really long time before anyone even says And see, anything. we're critics with attitude. <laughs> so we're allowed to say, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck it. All right. Um, <laughs> so where were we? Yeah. Vertigo, Kim Novak. Best actor. 
Oh, shit. This was a four-man race to me. Uh, Jimmy Stewart in both of his movies was fucking great. Yeah, sure. Cary Grant plays a drunk man so goddamn well. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, those scenes where he's drunk, like, I fucking believe that he was wasted on set when he did that easy. shit. Um, but I go Anthony Perkins Anthony on Perkins. this. And the, the yeah. reason I go Anthony Perkins is because he couldn't get fucking cast in anything after this. Oh, really? I mean, like, he did, like, TV spots. Movies, they didn't hire him because he played Norman fucking Bates. Mark those you know? up. It's getting Mark. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, those, man. Because he played Norman Bates. The only movies he really did after this were Psycho 2, Psycho 3, and Psycho 4. <laughs> because he's so fucking good as Norman Bates and Mrs. Bates that, like, people just, they were like, no, you're typecast yeah, as a right. guy who dresses as and a And just a side now. note, Psycho 2 is um, directed by Tom Holland, who also directed Friday Night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> No, uh, Tom, uh, Tom Holland, uh, Psycho 2 gets shit on all the time. I think it's obviously because it's next to Masterpiece. I never Psycho saw 2 is Psycho actually, 2 yeah. Yeah. Four. there's four? No, yeah, Psycho, Psycho so. 2 fucking gets creepy as shit, and I like where the story goes. Is it Norman Bates? Yeah, yeah. like it's it's all that time that he spent in the, uh, where he wasn't. It oh, was it's like, like a prequel to, or something? No, it's, no, a it's like 20 years later. Yeah, so because he's, he's uh, they've. Put him through all the uh, the is he in some cuckoo's nest shit? He or just like... got out. He gets oh, out okay. and it goes yeah. back to the house in the motel. Okay. It's fucking solid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not Pantheon. It's next to fucking Psycho, but it's like fun, like one-two punch. Huh. Psycho is pretty fun. It's Anthony Perkins as old Anthony Perkins. Really, it's fucking solid. It's the same man. actor and everything. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's solid, dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got me. I'm interested. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's no psycho. No, it's I a, know, it's a fun one-two punch. Psycho two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's fun, man. It's a blast. Um, what, what were are you going the same? Anthony Perkins, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I put. Uh, you want to say anything? No, I want to say. I mean, I. <laughs> no, I I loved him in this movie, man. He's he's awesome. I I thought it was interesting. And this is doesn't really go to him, but just with the. Uh, I always thought when I was younger when I watched this that he was doing the female voices or whatever. You know that mm-hmm. that he that was actually him doing it. But there's like nine different actresses who do the voice of his mother, and like he. Uh, they recorded like nine different actresses and they actually used like a different one for almost for like each scene because Hitchcock liked the way she did this and she did that or whatever. Not that that was kind of that's cool. That's cool. That's not a, that's not an Anthony Perkins thing, but whatever. Right. Yeah, I yeah. I went the same route, man. Um, Anthony Perkins. He I put it. awkward but charismatic. Um, and that last that last shot is fucking oh, Joker esque, so isn't it, dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fucking yeah. solid, man. Um, I put anyone uh, could have played the reporter, the businessman, or the detective, right? But only Anthony Perkins. Okay. Could pull off fucking Norman Bates. Right, right. You know, solid. Yeah, fucking loved it. Owned it. Um, best scene? Shower scene? Psycho? Really? I mean, hmm. yeah. It's a great it, scene. It's, it's iconic for, for a reason. It, it's And it's not even it's not even the killing. Not, a, not as iconic enough to get best fucking kill? <laughs> <laughs> no. Had, had the, shower, that had the shower blown up. <laughs> had the shower blown up with a cigar. Can we, help me out, Nathan. What are you going to say? You can, fucking, you can change. You can change it. I'm not going to. Come on. Be I watched these movies man. like three fucking weeks fucking ago, man. and I've been cemented for at least two <laughs> weeks on all this shit. All right. Okay. Um, so even before, uh, he, you know, he comes in, dresses his mother, and wait, wait, wait. There's that just, her just washing away her sins, kind of, mm-hmm. in, in the shower. Like, she's finally like, you know what? I'm... I'm absolving myself of all my fucking indiscretions. Like, I'm going to start anew, 
and I'm gonna be a completely new person. And she just has that like she gets that smile on her face, and then that fucking shadow comes in. Oh, oh. it's so it, it's it's just so slow. Cause Cause you, oh it's, yeah, it's slow, and you can just you can just see the knife in the hand as it's slowly coming in, and uh, there's just there's so much brutality, even though nothing. Yeah. Is actually yeah. shown, and it's. Uh, I mean, the sound. It's is just someone stabbing a fucking yeah. watermelon. Yeah, and, and the blood is just they just drop chocolate syrup yeah. in the water. Yeah, and it's not particularly a gory scene. No, I mean, it's barely any blood. Like it's really it's, tame. He stabs yeah. her a good forty fucking times, and then you see like most of her body towards the end of it. Not a fucking Nothing. scratch on yeah. her. <laughs> but and and then again, the score. Bernard Herrmann's um, score um, is the most iconic, probably horror. Maybe Jaws. You know, but if right. I were to tell you, like, hey, think of a horror movie, you know, score right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Psycho is going to be one or two in your head. Yeah, right, for, for sure. sure. Uh, uh, and something cool, too, is, like, after that, that kill scene, mm-hmm. seeing um, Mother just leave that room oh, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Very quick. It's gone. cool, though, man. Uh-huh. It's yeah. fucking like, oh, my God, man. So, and the way so he comes good. running back in shortly after, like, um, out of breath. and Like, oh, my God, what did yeah, you do? So mother? good, dude. Yeah. Uh I also went with Psycho, but I went I with the, the final scene of Psycho, where we were, you were just talking about that, where it just... It, only movie that, with an ending. The ending. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the only Hitchcock movie with an right, ending. Right, it has right. a proper ending, right? Uh, no, just that, it's kind of that track shot down the hallway, yeah. and you can hear the mother talking, and then, you know, I you know I wouldn't even hurt a fly, and it's just so fucking creepy, uh-huh. and he looks at the camera, and it's just like, that's a, that's a, it's a shot that, that, le- that sticks with you at the end, uh-huh. you know what I mean? You see that. And it's, yeah, it's so creepy, man. That's definitely my favorite scene. Yeah, all of those right there were runner-ups uh, for me. Um, and I'll even add one um, from Psycho. Um, I love the scene where the detective comes in and starts, you know, busting his balls. Mm-hmm. You know, starts oh, finding yeah, little yeah. clues here and there and watching him, like, eat the candy corn and just, like, yeah. he starts messing up and he's sweating balls. Dude, I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. so good. Um, but I ended up going with uh, Vertigo. Um, it's that scene. Um, it was so funny. You said something a couple minutes ago where you're like, you started just fucking around with your phone. Yeah. I, I was doing that myself. Okay. But there's a scene that just pulled me right back in. And I was like, whoa, dude. I mean, to pull you back in when you're on your fucking phone dicking mm-hmm. around. Yeah. It was a scene uh, from Vertigo when uh, Jimmy Stewart, um, he takes Judy to the, uh, the shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or to oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, he's like. You know, try on the gray suit. That's not the gray suit. You have to have an older model in the back room. I'm looking for a specific gray suit, you know. And then him going over to her, not even caring about her feelings because you don't really know yet. This is before, like, you know, he's figured it out. Maybe he does know. Maybe he doesn't. But he doesn't give a shit about her feelings. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, he's just like, do this for me. What does it matter to you? What does it matter to you? It'll help me. Wear Mm -hmm. this, you know. Wear this makeup. Put this hair on. I'm like, whoa, dude, that is solid. You know, it was so fucking creepy. It brought me back in. I was like, that's that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So I went for it to go for my best scene there. So creepy. And that's an Oscar sizzle reel right there, dude. Mm-hmm. That scene, also oh, good. <laughs> um, best defining moment, man. And how do you break the defining moment down? Defining moment for me is uh, when all of these are said and done, what's the, the, the lasting image in my mind? Oh. Um, you know, I think for our... our uh, last one, our space and uh, small invasions. I had you know invasion of the body snatcher when he's just fucking pointing and yeah, wailing. That's a great one. Like and so it's what image or or what anything like sticks to me, and it's Bernard Herrmann's score from Psycho. Cool. That's mm-hmm. the defining the defining moments of this all revolve around how well that fucking music is used in this movie. Um, and and again, like I said, if. I were to ask you, what's name? Just think of a horror movie score in your head. It's likely going to be that. Yeah. And there's a reason. It's fucking fantastic. 
So yeah, the finding moment was that. So I I have changed. It's not what I had written down. No, me either. I had I changed. <laughs> I just I actually just changed it. Um, <laughs> me too. Just in thinking about the way that you were describing how you picked your thing, or whatever. Like I had to go with um, you know, Hitchcock is the master of suspense, right? Yes. And like, there's one movie in particular when I watched it, like. I, I had never seen Rear Window, okay? Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with Rear Window. I kind of knew what happened, and it's so iconic. But, like, toward the end there, like, especially when, when Lisa goes over there, like, I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, like, shit. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm really, like, I, I was, like, on the edge. I was worried about the character. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. how it's going to happen? Yeah. Like, I really don't want this to happen. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, that was fucking really good. Like, that's, I really felt like he was the master of suspense in that okay. time. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm changing it to that. Yeah, if I if I had gone with that, like the I, the the image in my head is when she puts her hand behind her back and she's like oh, pointing yeah. at the fucking wedding ring, oh. just to let him know, like, no, we we got his ass. Yeah, like, we got this. We've got, we got this. this. Like, I'm going to jail. Get me out. And we can fucking put this guy away. Yeah, so great. Yeah, for me, defining moment is a um, exactly what you said. It's either that that lasting image, um, but it's also sometimes like Chinatown. Um, Chinatown. It was a movie. I wasn't a movie I cared for. But uh, my defining moment from that was something I can learn from filmmaking. So mm-hmm. if I was to go over out and make mm-hmm. a movie, then I could pull something from this marathon. Okay, and like, this is my defining moment. Um, so I juggle those around sometimes. Uh, Chinatown was uh, not being afraid to scar up your actor. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, having that huge nose like you know cast mm-hmm. on Jack yeah. Nichols. I'm like half the fucking movie. That's fucking solid, man. Don't be afraid to scar up your actor. You know, if it's for the screenplay. Okay. Um, for this. You change it, okay? I'm going to show you how you man up and you change an answer, okay? So uh, I'll give you the one I, I've had all week, and I'm wrestling with it still, but you're, you're so correct. Um, my original scene, my image in my head was rear window, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was um, LB Jeffries, not with binoculars, but that long lens camera mm-hmm. kind of oh, perched God, up. Yeah. I That image, I'm still going to walk away with that being the only image in my head. From right. this, I love that image. It's so good, but I'm going psycho. That's yeah, the way you described yeah. it because um, I started thinking about when you were talking about that. That's so right. Um, when I watched this marathon, I've seen all the Hitchcock movies before. They've been years and never, you know, in a marathon. Um, but when I watched this, I was like, I wanted. I figured now I'm more mature. You know, I've talked about movies for you know so long. We've been doing adventures for you know almost two years, and we broke down so many marathons and verses, and you know 160 episodes. I was like, Psycho is fucking awesome, but there's yeah. no way Vertigo, right? North by Northwest, Rear Window. You know, I love fucking Fright Night. You know, that's like you know the beginning stages of that. They were inspired by that. I'm like, how can right. how can Psycho be? I, I'm probably going to love it still, but it's not going to be my number one. There's going to be a deeper movie in this. Yeah. And to this day, you know, coming going into this marathon with that mindset, Psycho still blew me away. Right. And that fucking music was still so solid, you mm-hmm. know. And you're, you're right, man. Going into this, um, that defining moment is that, that fucking score, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially that, that the opening uh, 20 minutes or um, I'll go with the bathroom, you know. That you cannot even think. Uh, when you hear that music, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. it's, it's iconic horror You drive music. by a motel, like that song yeah. that plays yeah. in your head. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, so that that's solid. I'm going with Psycho. Yeah, that's fair. Can I tell you what I had? Yeah. What, yeah. what I had originally was uh, was North by Northwest, because we, it, it goes back to that whole, like, he's the master of suspense kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he could do comedy. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't right. know that he could do, like, almost kind of a proper old Hollywood kind of an action film or whatever. And I was really surprised by that. Just as his depth as a director and 
that I thought that was wonderful. That was the first. That was the only film that really took me by surprise because I had never seen North by yeah. Northwest either. Uh, but no, I'm glad I changed. I'm glad I changed for sure. Rear yeah. window. And uh, real quick, do you guys think we should ever add to these 20 categories like a 21 best opening of a movie? Oh, I would love that. Because this yeah. this uh, marathon had some great openings. Mm-hmm. I think if I had, to, let's just play this. We won't count this one, okay? Because we didn't call it. Um, let's just add it, okay? We won't count it. Okay. What's your favorite opening? Rear window. Really? I'm going with rear window because it sets up the story so fucking great. Um, it's it's a lot of talking in it and explains, you know, why he's there, you know, can he get his job back? When we say there? opening, are you talking about, like, title sequence? Yeah, yeah. Just title sequence. Title oh, sequence. just the yeah, title right. sequence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so would you want to do a title sequence then? I love a good fucking title sequence. Yeah, because it gets you in. <laughs> That's you my know? fucking, I, whoa, yeah, yeah. man, it's that Bond shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I love a good title yeah. sequence. I would have to watch them all again to really, to really pick an actual title sequence, though. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, yeah, I, wasn't I paid attention to them, but yeah. I'm not, like, my head wasn't, like... That's why we won't count it. But I would have to go North by Northwest, man. That was North by Northwest had against, a really good one. It was the uh, against the glass. Yeah, the, the typecast. You know, like, against yeah. the buildings. That was good. And so was Vertigo. Vertigo. Oh, I, I do remember. Vertigo, Vertigo had, had like the great. yeah, it had like the shadow of the guy spiraling mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. That was cool. But I have to go cool. by North by Northwest um, for that up against the the skyscraper. That was mm. solid. Okay. What would you go with? Off the top of my head, I think I'd go with Psycho, but I don't remember how Rear Window starts. That was how the did first one I watched. Trying to think, because I re- <laughs> no, I'm trying to because I wasn't thinking about it. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I remember it. Uh, I think it's just the music, and it's just kind of a cold opening. But I might be wrong. Hmm. I, uh, let me think That's about it. Maybe, maybe we'll add it to the um here, the discussion. Song? No, well, yes, we probably should. But let's add it when we do the thing on AV. Maybe we can just okay. like we can go back and post yeah, our yeah. thoughts on that. Okay, um, so that takes us to best director, right? We got all defining moments in. I'm yeah. gonna go with Alfred Hitchcock in this category. <laughs> okay, so Hitchcock, what movie? I'm going rear window um, because there are so many limitations to what had to be done in that movie. Mm-hmm. You, you, the camera's set up maybe in three different spots the entire fucking yeah. time. You've got, you know, just up in front of the window so you can see all the apartments, which looks amazing. And going back to what I was talking about, the opening title sequence where he's just talking mm-hmm. and setting up his story, you know, talking about you see the he's panning over the, the picture of the race car that he took right before it hit him. And he's giving all this exposition, and it's just showing people in their houses while he's talking. So right. you're getting all the information about him and all the information about the neighborhood in one scene, one right. go. You're seeing these newlyweds who just moved into a house. You're seeing a composer who's kind of trying to figure out a new goddamn score for his parties. You see a, a ballerina who is just mm. working out, Miss Torso. You've got you know Miss Lonely Hearts, and you got the couple that sleep outside on the the balcony because it's so fucking hot yeah. in their house. Yeah. Like, you're getting a sense of all this neighborhood in, in just the first, like, five minutes of yeah. this movie. Yeah. And all the shots, again, there's maybe three camera setups in this whole movie. And yeah. you're telling a whole story with just, like, yeah. looking out into the neighborhood. That's where I got my best looking, man. Yeah. Looking, looking at him in the chair, and then just maybe another shot inside the room. Yeah. It's so fucking good. And to tell, tell a story without dialogue in a lot of times. Because you're, yeah. you're telling a good five, six stories in this movie. But right. five of them are just weird little subplots that really don't have a, a bearing on where the story goes. Well, but you're getting so much information just from. I I, I have the exact same. I also did Rear Window, and I think what's so cool is that yeah, they don't really tell their little subplots, but they inform you so much about what you. It informs you more about Jeffries yeah. because you know like when he's you learn a little bit about what he thinks about marriage and about his relationship with Lisa, and so when you when you see the couple across the road. 
who are have making love or they're fighting or whatever, you're seeing what he it's reinforcing what he thinks or it's changing mm-hmm. what he thinks and you, just from seeing what what he's seeing, you know what I mean? Like you're right. you're you know more about him and his perspective just from seeing something. That's yeah, that's that's it's it's smart, it's mature. It's interesting because it's, it's the the earliest of all of his films, but I feel like it's the most mature and it's most restrained in a sense. I I, I love Rear Window, man. All right, for sure. Um, so if anybody wants to change, they can. Um, no, you're wrong. <laughs> if, you, if you say Vertigo, I'm going to fucking... Flip no, 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 best director is uh, Psycho. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, no budget, okay? Oh, well, he a limited budget right. compared to his, his other features. No one wanted to back this, okay? It was considered a, a, just a B-horror film script, okay? Taking a B-horror film script, no budget, black and white... You know, um, pulling out all the camera stops. We almost gave it best cinematography. I think you did. Didn't I did. You? Yeah, you gave yeah. it best cinematography. Um, and turning what most people thought was just a, I don't know, just a, a quick, cheap horror flick into one of the most iconic movies ever made. Well, he that's fucking directing. Didn't man. he buy the script for like nine thousand dollars or something? And it was like, he I think he bid on it anonymously yeah. so that people wouldn't know that he was involved mm. or whatever. Yeah. He wanted to keep it all under wraps yeah. and, and he, know, he smart. He took his television crew to make this movie. Yeah. You know? So that's, I mean, that's just badass. I mean, being like, no, we're not going to give you no money. You're not going to have like a, a big orchestra. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to have all the bells and whistles that you're used to. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to go make my own movie with mm-hmm. my Alfred Hitchcock television crew, yeah. black and white on the cheap and make one of the most iconic movies ever made. Right. That's best director. No, that's cool. I, that's, that's <laughs> cool. I Rear Window was was the it for me. But, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That that category wasn't close to me. I don't. I don't feel. I, really? I, I feel, How I just explained that? You, yeah. Even even looking I, at no, I totally looking at Psycho. Said, sometimes huh? it does feel like a television show. Like you're watching right. an episode of like The Monsters or something. Not in There's tone, a- but like in in some of the shots, it just feels like yeah. it, it, that taxidermy room is cool, but it's very televisiony. There's so, yeah. Like, there's there's a couple things. And I, I'm not going to say I don't think it's a Pantheon film, because I don't know if I've made that decision yet, but there are some things that hold Psycho back for me, like the relationship between uh, Marion and what's what's the boyfriend's name? Oh, God, I don't know. I hated those characters. Who cares, right? That's mm-hmm. part of the reason. No, who cares? <laughs> what's his fucking name? The boyfriend. I don't, there's no chemistry between those two characters. No. I don't, I don't feel... I don't but she feel... would lick the fucking stamps for that guy. She says she would, but you don't, you don't feel yeah. that. I, I just don't. It was all about sex, man. Yeah, it was all about sex, bro. I don't, I don't feel. I don't feel like they had any chemistry. Yeah. I didn't buy their relationship. Um, the, obviously, once you get to the Bates Motel, everything fucking kicks up. Uh-huh. But I don't, before that, I don't really care. See, it's that twenty minutes. It's about twenty. But I minutes. I love that little heist. I, I love that little heist, though. I do too. I think yeah, that's the, solid, the movie definitely takes a huge turn once you get to the. Yeah, yeah but yeah. if you when I look at when I look at Rear Window. I love it all the way through. Wow. There's there's not like a twenty minute set stretch where I'm like, yep. okay, like let's get going. The, the 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 dull moments in Rear Window feed the story. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Because because exactly. you you're feeling the boredom that he has. Yeah. Because that's yeah. I mean that's why this story is there because he's just stuck at home. He's a guy who's usually out and adventurous and doing right. all this shit, mm-hmm. and now he can't. He's just stuck in a goddamn room. Right. No, that's so that's he's got a really bu- he's got a great way to you, put it. You're not sure if he's building a fake story yeah. or. What he is imagining well, and, is actually happening. And you're kind of, you know, you know that he's guilty of, you know, he shouldn't be snooping in on people, but you yeah. are kind of snooping with him. Oh, yeah. And so you are guilty by association, and so you want to believe him, and like, ah, it's just fucking great, Yeah, man. But you also got to put, like, he's, um, yeah, he does have a little bit of voyeurism to him, you know? Oh, yeah. But he sure. also, 
works for a newspaper company. So he has right. probably has a background in journalism, you know. Right. So he's probably, you know, also as a hobby as well, trying to fig just try to craft a story, you right. know. So um worst picture? Uh birds. Um I, you know, it's it's not as scary of a movie. I, I don't I just don't think it holds up. Uh as far as the fear factor goes. I'm sure back then it was fucking terrifying. Um but I'm just not scared of these birds i and what was that sound uh, god oh, man the bird like squawks sound nothing like birds right. i have no fucking idea yeah. what they were doing I with wanted, that. If, if if uh if psycho didn't have such a great soundtrack this would have been the fucking rubber chicken you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if i could give a rubber chicken to fucking to birds i um, would be like fuck oh and there's not even much of a soundtrack in it no it's just like that fucking sound i don't think it's, it was a uh, a soundtrack too, i can't think i can't think of what it, it would have been yeah, super generic if i yeah, if, yeah. you know um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's just, there's a lot of blandness to it. There there's things that I absolutely love about it, um, but God, some of the the sets just look really fake. Not and not in a way like Rear Windows does, where you kind of feel like you're watching a play. Um, but in in some shots, like the, they pull back and there's just like a hundred birds on a roof and like, oh yeah, like yeah. sixty of them are like fake birds. Well, obviously, you know, and that's, the other I mean, the Hitchcock had talked about you know that's was the most challenging scene he ever fucking, right. you know, did. Because, I mean, that's so... You, he's such he's so perfectionist about, like, controlling his location and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what, what are you supposed to do? There's, like, 60 fucking yeah. crows over there. Like, yeah. you know, I, I the fact... It's an impressive shot, man. It, it, the fact that it turned out at all is impressive. <laughs> right. And what'd you go with? Worst picture? Yeah. Uh, vertigo. <laughs> I I know that's I, that's controversial or whatever, but, like, I never, I never felt engaged, really. Oh. There's a lot of shots that I know... They were great shots. You gave it... Did you give it cinematography? Uh, no. You gave it low best location and stuff yes. like that. And, you know, you had a lot of... Uh, you had a lot of stuff for Vertigo, really. You had four. Um, I, I gave it nothing. I mean, oh, really? I, I, yeah, there's nothing on here for Vertigo. Um, then there's there's some scenes like... What is it? The There's a scene where he's, like, freaking out or he's, like, in a dream or oh, something. Oh, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. You like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I really like that. that scene. Yeah, that was Ooh, the, the colors are all... It's all fucking yeah. trippy and, like, ah... Uh, Man, yeah, I love I, that. I, well, I love I that show. Was like slowly that. walking towards this, the the uh, oh, tombstone. God, so so I awesome. I didn't like that at really? all, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, huh. uh, maybe I'm a. And fan. that music there too is nightmare and like dreamscape or something. Anyway, yeah. that's a fucking awesome track too. I, I just feel like it never, it never, it never got a hold of me. Really? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. You know what I mean? But <laughs> no, it's I, definitely it, like we said earlier, man. That's it's uh, yeah, it's a dry flick, man. It's one that I'm curious to go back to though. Um, because I feel like I am missing something. You I know? must be because I don't know. How is it the best movie of all time? I didn't even like. <laughs> Maybe it's a bunch of. I like birds more. Yeah. You know, at least with birds, even though there was shit in that I didn't like, like the whole relationship with oh. the characters and she's a fucking weirdo. Like that was that kept me engaged because I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, why would you do that? But not, and nothing in Vertigo had me engaged. Yeah. I, I went with birds as well. Um, I did have for the longest time North by Northwest. Not that saying, was your worst. But you just hey, yeah, you just called fucking Vertigo your worst. No, no, fucking I, the <laughs> best film of all time, motherfucker. <laughs> so, but no, um, hate train. Yeah, hate train. North by Northwest. And when I say it was bad, there's a lot of things I liked. I thought the the screenplay was popping, man. I love this um, uh, this the spy. You right? Who who? <laughs> It was being tracked down. I like the the man who knew too much kind of like thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the the guy who's wrongly pegged. I like that, but it just felt so George Clooney to me. You know, like let's get the top star and let's give him his his uh, 
his fun things right. to say. But with that said, I love um, one of my favorite. Lo- I almost got one of my favorite locations. Top, probably top three, top four. Wasn't Mount Everest itself, but being in that like little Rushmore. I'm sorry. What did I say? Everest. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, Mount, fucking yeah, yeah. big fucking difference. Yeah, big fucking difference. Big fucking difference. Mount Rushmore. Um, having the um, was that like a little cafe there? Where they were all talking mm. with that uh, Mount Rushmore outside of it. Yeah. I was like, that's solid, dude. Having like, you know, a spy and this guy who thinks this spy, like this little showdown, this little conversation mm. with yeah. that as a backdrop. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking cool. That's how you use it. You don't have to fucking scale the motherfucker. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, um, I think birds, you know, probably, yeah. Uh, that's, I, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, yeah, that fucking. Well, you yeah. did. No, I get, I get, I get I'm not challenging your yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. not objectively wrong. <laughs> all right, and that takes us to the big daddy of them all. All right. Now, when we do best picture, is it worth one point or is it worth two? Have we come to it a depends, complete decision? Which did we decide It depends that? on what you guys say. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. He, rear window, rear window, psycho. Uh-huh. Right? That's yeah, what I'm Yeah, thinking. that's exactly what it is. You fucking just <laughs> fucking fucked that over there. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's one it's, we don't, yeah, because you didn't know about that rule. I didn't, I didn't heard yeah, that. Yeah, we How were, does he know? No, I've been here way no, longer. No, no, no. We, it was something I dropped. <laughs> okay. It's not in the rules. Yeah. It's not in the rules. Okay. It was in conversation. We never said it, you know, made it so. So, one point. Okay. okay. Yeah, one point. Um, but yeah, he, Nathan's right. Rear window yeah. for me. Yeah, me, so um, um, yeah, it's, it comes down to me loving the characters, loving the, the direction, the cinematography. I, I don't, I don't think there was a bad element in any of these categories. It, it right. could have won in just about everything. There were just some that were yeah. like slightly better, uh-huh. not because they were, it got blown out of the water. Um, fucking Jimmy Stewart is so believable. Grace yeah. Kelly is so believable. Uh-huh. Stella, maybe my favorite character in any of these movies. Yeah. Like, See, like I have to have like that ending though. That ending. I, I think I, that, I, yeah. I agree with you. Rear Window is my set, my number two. Okay, mm-hmm. Rear Window is my number two. But you get that end, and that guy comes, and he just keeps on fucking flashing him with mm-hmm. the fucking camera. Yeah, the, well, and that was just almost falls the off. moment. Yeah, like, then he, it's like, did you not lock your door? I know, like, yeah. yeah. Do you, they not have You're locks so worried about all before? this other shit, and this guy just fucking walks in. Might as well be a goddamn nut. Checkmate, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he just keeps on fucking doing that. Yeah. I would have lunged after that motherfucker just like beating his ass. <laughs> fucking cripple in a wheelchair. Right. <laughs> but And then he just falls out all fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It does end very quickly. Yeah. And so that's why, I mean, so there's just that little bit there. I love Rear Window, um, but Psycho has that complete story, a little bit of heist at the beginning there where you fucking run off of some dude's Mm -hmm. money. You got the fucking, uh, you know, you get there and it totally changes genres. You know, you're killing who you think is going to be your main actress, you know, right Right. off bat, which, you know, was crazy. The iconic score, Anthony Perkins, you know, just nailing it. Um, As Norman Bates, you got the, the iconic locations and complete package, a fucking awesome ending, Mm. you know. Um, that's why I went Psycho. So right. See, and, and Psycho for me is fantastic, but there right. are there are moments that are a little bo- after Janet Lee dies. It's a little boring for a little bit. See, I like that mm-hmm. detective scene. That's why I was like, I almost got my favorite I think, there. I man. think it's all right. And then uh-huh. you know him getting killed is great. And then I really fucking hate her sister and husband yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like those oh, characters really? are the two worst characters in these movies. Yeah, and they're I the fucking full hate second them. third act. Of, you know, God, it's, just it's them. so bad. And then it doesn't get good again until you know. They're, they coax him into the motel to talk to him while she goes and snoops. Right. And then he comes and chases her and, and does all that. It doesn't get good until that point, point again. Um, 
And See, the, I like and, Anthony Perkins, like, you know, interacting with them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, He's great. Yeah. They're no, yeah. Trying, to oh, keep, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to keep him in that room, though. And Arbogast, uh-huh. I thought, was great. Uh-huh. But those yeah, two, yeah. I don't Yeah, I, he he uh, was my number three for best supporting. Yeah. I almost went with uh, Tom. You you gave him. Uh, detective? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I almost yeah, went yeah, with yeah. him, and then Arbogast was going to be my number three, because I thought he yeah. really, you know, brought it. That scene, no, too, sure. dude, where Anthony Perkins, is, I, I was going to say this earlier, that scene where he takes the car out, and it just, just so fucking good. Oh, It just stops. Yeah, and you see that worry on his face for yeah, a second. Yeah, and, and then it sinks. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah, it's a great scene. But um, so that ends our marathon. What we're going to do is we're going to take a slight break, okay? We're going to tally up all the awards. Um, we'll come back and we'll say who won. Um, and then we will look at all the films. And uh, the rule is the Golden Idol winner has to be in agreement before we push it to uh, Pantheon. So we'll see if we all agree on that and uh, see if we can take those next steps. Sound good? Yep. Sounds great. Sounds great. All right, it looks like we have a winner, and the winner is... Psycho. Read them all down. What all do we right. have? Uh, last place we had birds uh, with zero votes after we took off two for worst. Uh, in fourth place was Vertigo, had five. Uh, North by Northwest ended up with six. Uh, Rear Window had 18, and Psycho had 19. So Pretty it was really close. close, and we had a couple of changes, you know. Throughout when we did it, and uh, you talked me man. In. I really wish that you know best picture was worth two points. Uh, but yeah, that would have, that would have definitely changed the outcome. And too, you even but. talked me into one, so thank you. I very did. Much. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did that work for you or against you? Against me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have a a big decision to make. Okay, because what we say it goes. All right, to Pantheon. All right, it goes right to the council. It's the uh, uh, what do we call it the uh, the quick route. Okay, the easy track. Shortcut. The shortcut. The fucking shortcut. (laughs) Okay, so are we going to let Psycho take a shortcut? And this is interesting, uh, Nathan. Your Pantheon pick happens to be tomorrow. Right. So this this will be the first time, okay, that we have two movies up for Pantheon, three weeks that will be due on the same day. Right. That's pretty fucking solid. Really, though. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, Yeah. kind of three, yeah. Yeah. So, start with Kyle, Pantheon, Psycho. It doesn't matter how much we love Rear Window at this point. If some, right. You guys are both council members. If you wanted to, you could nominate it when your time comes up. But Next what, year. But what matters <laughs> right now... Hey, yours not, your vote's not in. It's not midnight. You can check. <laughs> yeah, is Psycho. Right. Is Psycho Pantheon? All right. At the top, I said that there is one definitive... Pantheon movie for me that was Rear Window, yes. uh, which obviously didn't get the votes, uh, and I said there was one that I'm on the fence for, uh-huh. and that was Psycho. Okay, um, and I said it would take a lot of argument to to get me there. Um, yeah, and I, man, I'm still. Uh, I mean, it's so iconic, and there's there's so much just absolute beauty and perfection in it. Um, I mean, if I go back over thing, the, the the points that I gave it, I gave, you know, Mrs. Bates is the best villain, and she she truly is. How many did you give it? I gave, I gave it five points in total out mm-hmm. of the 20. Um, and I get, see, that's not too, I mean, I give it nine originally yeah. until you right. uh, talked me into the number 10. I right, also you know? five. So, yeah. yeah. So I liked it uh, five more, four more than you guys until I did the change, right. you know, so not too bad. So we, it's... You like, I mean, like, we gave it five apiece and you gave it ten, so... Oh, uh, nine it until double. he talked me. <laughs> Knocked, okay, Collectively nine, what we gave. Nine, because my defining moment um, was Rear Window, mm-hmm. you know, which would have changed the game. would have been a tie, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's, no, inter- that's awesome. Yeah. Well, 
What if? That would have gave Rear Window the win. Oh, would it? Yeah. Well, because Psycho's up by one. Yeah, it would have taken Psycho down a point and right. Rear Window okay. up a point. Oh, okay. They would have switched places. Okay, gotcha, yeah. Interesting. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Rear Window. Kyle. Fuck yeah. myself. Um, yeah, so so going back over what I gave the five points to, Miss, Mrs. Bates as a, uh, the best villain antagonist, and she really is uh, an iconic image as, as far as uh, a villain goes. So, so villain? Yeah, great point. Um, I gave it the what the fuck. That doesn't count as points. Um, I gave it the best score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's not even you know a, a pantheon as far as these movies go. It's it's up there for any fucking movie you want to put it against. Um, Anthony Perkins is best actor. I can't I can't deny so him that. So it sounds like every big category killed it for you. Villain. Um, I wouldn't say score. I wouldn't like say those are the character. big. No, ones. okay. I mean, those are the big ones. I mean, location is one of the minor ones. You know, when you're talking actor. Villain, oh, yeah, and soundtrack. Those are fucking sure. heavy pieces no, yeah, of a movie. It is. Sure, but so I mean, what's the other two? So what's your screenwriting? And what's your other? So what's your other two? My other. Uh, so I had best actor Anthony Perkins. Uh, best scene, shower scene. Uh, and Man, you got your best scene. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a runaway for me on that. And then defining moment, man. Nathan almost had me change on that too, but I ended up sticking with uh, Bernard Herrmann's score as as my defining moment. Even though, yeah, you said like that the suspense you feel in that right. that that scene, and I almost wanted to change it, but I like to stick to my guns, um, and so I stuck with it. Um, man, you want to stop there for a second, then, and then yeah, build, let's, you want to build the suspense. Yeah, let's think about it. Okay, you want you want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so what what I say I hope has nothing to do with the fact that I'm butthurt over the window not making it. <laughs> I'm a little butthurt. A little bit, but I'm going to be objective about it. Um, I feel like I've been I've been pretty honest about how I feel about Psycho. I love Psycho. Uh, I I also I think I, we agreed on a lot of categories. Like it was a unanimous decision. Like on mm-hmm. soundtrack, on best ki- best kills should have been fucking unanimous. <laughs> then I'm gonna uh, have, yeah, then you gonna have another point. There'd been another point. That's still that's fucking <laughs> bananas. <laughs> B A N A S. I'll give that, but you got to put your point back on your window. <laughs> uh, I gave it cinematography. I gave it uh, actor. I gave it best scene at the end. Uh, I, there's a lot. There's a lot to like, but there's a, a lot I was honest about. I don't like the beginning of this. Well, I like parts of the beginning of this movie. I don't feel like the the main actors don't have a lot of chemistry. Uh, Let me ask you this real quick. Just devil's advocate, okay? Yeah. Um, if I was to nominate this movie tomorrow, right? It was my day. To, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the marathon that we just did. Okay. Right. Do you think that would change how you feel right now? Would you be able to look at it differently? Since it's not Rear Window. Because Rear Window wouldn't exist. No, right. That's you know what I'm saying? saying? You're right. I understand. What do you think um, you would say if it was launched up there? And let me just ring out some would... of the Pantheon right now. We have Star Wars. We have Fright Night. We have Roger Rabbit. We have The Thing. We have Wizard of Oz. Um, right. I believe that's it so far. I feel like we this. Just started. I would watch it again, and I would probably say, like, it's an iconic movie that everyone needs to see at some point in time in their life. Um, it has, and it's carried by an amazing soundtrack. It uh, has some of the best cinematography that Hitchcock has done. It has uh, some iconic scenes. It has uh, just great. Like I love when uh, people do a lot with what they have. 
you know what I mean? Like we talk about like Jaws and how like nothing worked, and part yeah, of that yeah. part of that right. magic of that film is just like nothing worked, and they made it work. And uh, to know that he did all this with this, such a limited budget, and he had such he had such big plans for something that was so little, uh, that should be celebrated. Uh, but there's some shit you got to work through. I don't think there's any chemistry between the main characters. I don't buy their relationship. I don't even once she dies, the people who take it over, I don't really care about. Um, I don't buy them. It's carried basically by Bates being great. And there's yeah. been plenty of other films that I have said that you, let's uh, what's the True Grit 2012 mm-hmm. or whatever it was. I think that a lot of the flaws in that film are carried by just Jeff Bridges being amazing. And a lot of people said, well, there's, there's got to be more to a movie than that, you know. And I, you know, we're not willing to say yes because you know there's got to be more than that. And that's kind of how I feel about Psycho. Okay. Um, obviously, I loved it. Um, it's probably um, it's not a movie that I would have uh, nominated anytime soon. It's not like my in my top ten. Okay, what I'm saying, like I got my my top ten is pretty solid. Yeah. You know, um, but for all the reasons you just said, um, we just came off Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna use that as kind of a uh, a launching pad. Okay, like Enter the Dragon. Great movie. It was a it was a great experience movie. Okay, I think everybody needs to experience yeah. Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was missing some stuff. Right. Okay. Um, I think uh, Psycho's an experience as well. But the things that it's missing, I think it's like it's it's pretty fucking sharp. You know, it's it's a right. lot better than fucking like the things that Inner Dragon's missing. I can see like I think most of us um, said that yeah, it's not a Pantheon film. I think I, th- I think it's gonna pass. Okay, we have a couple votes coming in right we now. We have a couple coming in. But yeah, we have a, still, a couple still coming in. But I think we all pretty much rounded up on the same thing, right? Yeah. I think with Psycho, it doesn't suffer from Into the Dragon things. I think it ha- it touches on so much. Like watch Into the Dragon for score, cinematography, all that, and then you compare. You watch go watch fucking Psycho mm-hmm. after you watch Into mm-hmm. the Dragon, and it's like holy fucking shit. Okay, no comparison. This is a high-quality fucking movie that we're watching. Yeah. Um, Psycho, I think, nails it in in every almost every category, you know? Um, yeah, I say fucking A, man. I think Psycho's, uh, Psycho's got it, man. It's a um, the godfather of uh, the slasher flick, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the way that it's changed the face of uh, motels. You know, my kids, it's not one of their favorite movies, but they are fucking scared shitless of motels. I can't go... We have this nice little camping site um, in Michigan, mm-hmm. and uh, we even get close to Michigan. We start passing some motels, right. and they're like, fuck that. <laughs> I am never staying in those fuck, that fucking motel. Right. This movie did that, you know? Um, Anthony Perkins is fucking boss in this movie. Um, the, the kill, the score, the villain... Um, even got my best supporting actress, you know. Um, but what's really cool too, it's not just your B horror movie. Like I like how the beginning of this movie starts off like just a woman trying to, you know, uh, create a better life and ripping off her, um, her one of her clients, mm-hmm. you know, for the for the bank, mm-hmm. leaving town, building up that suspense, and then it just changes on a screenplay like that, and it just yeah. totally morphs. And that'd be like a screenplay level. I think that's fucking brilliant. I don't think any of us gave it best screenplay, did we? I don't And that's a pretty... I mean, it's it's a fucking tight little screenplay, man. And some of the best screenplays aren't necessarily the the vertigos where it's complex and you got the... You know, I I gave it to it. Mm -hmm. But, man, I think um, to overlook the screenplay for Psycho, you know, would be um, an injustice as well. Because to to take it from 
um, that simple premise of you know leaving town with the boss's money and then going into that uh, that uh, that motel on the edge of nowhere mm-hmm. and being faced by this fucking this evil, you know. Right. It's so solid. I yeah. like that the money never comes back up again. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. He didn't kill her for the money. In fact, I don't even think does he even realize that it's there. No. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, think they talk, they talk about the swamp. Like yeah, exactly. Like, so, um, yeah, I definitely say if it was gonna, be, if you guys nominated it tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I think based off of all of the the evidence that's here, I definitely think it's a Pantheon film. So okay. that's my that's my vote. I would say yes. Okay. okay. So I've been sitting on it a little bit here. Um, you know, I, I think definitely this is a unique experience for a film. Um, and especially if you were to put me in a theater in 1960. I think Yeah, 1960 is the year this came out. Uh, I'd be fucking scared shitless. That ending is still really oh, great. Yeah. That it, just spinning the body around and seeing that she's been dead this whole time. And then he comes in dressed as a woman. And, and even all the way to the end. It does get a, li- a little boring when he's just trying to explain what fucking multiple personalities the are. The therapist scene. Yeah. It's oh, like, I like that. It, it's it's a little too heavy handed Maybe, maybe in 1960 it was necessary. But probably. I think, I think we understand. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little But yeah, I mean, it's still got to hold up. Um, right. And then, and then cutting back in, it comes back in where his mother's voice is just in his head. And Let me say uh, this real quick, too. You know the, the supporting... That you know, you guys were bitching about a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say even with that flaw, you take this movie that's what sixty years old, fifty years old, mm-hmm. okay, yes. and you yeah. you can place this in front of like my son, you know, sixteen. He fucking watches the you know like it's not one of his favorite you know horror movies, but a uh, great example we watched Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no secret here. I took a little bit of shit for that. I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of Wizard of Oz. I respect it. Like if someone says, "Oh man, you know, like it's in Pantheon," how do you feel about that? I can celebrate Wizard of Oz, no fucking problem. I mean, duh, it's on technical stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I do like about the look of that fucking movie, you know? Um, it's great. And there's a lot of fucking the, just love that went into it. Not my movie, okay? Sure. Not a movie that I sure. line up with. And for my Pantheon vote, it has to be technical and it has to be my love for the movie right. coinciding, okay? Um, my son and my daughter and my wife sat down and watched Wizard of Oz and they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it just to them it didn't hold up. Because um, yeah, I don't know, man. My family loved really? it. Yeah. And in fact, since we since we watched it, my kids watched it for the when we watched it for Pantheon, and we watch it every fucking day now. Yeah. I see that shit every fucking day. <laughs> like, you think, you think uh, your son will be like that when he's 15, 16? Be like what? Like a like a <laughs> Wizard of Oz character? <laughs> like like a, fucking, a lollipop like, game? Like, 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 like his favorite movie is Wizard of Oz, or no? He likes why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't there's know. nothing I mean, wrong I, with that. No, there's. Nothing, I didn't say I voted yes, man. I don't. Not, I don't have any issue with that. If yeah. that's what he wants. What if, like, like he's 16 and he's just like that's all he fucking's into, dude. He's good for him. I mean, yeah, cool. Fucking, like, dude, he's like his whole fucking room, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think I, I feel like you're trying. I feel like you're <laughs> trying, trying, with you, dude. trying to make no, 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 no. blow me no. some shit. But no, I think no, 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 I'm fucking with men like what you like. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking with you. My back to back back to me. Yeah. <laughs> my son and my my daughter they just didn't care for it right but i guarantee if i went in there right now and popped in psycho like my son would be like it's fucking good it's black and white right mm-hmm. there's nothing going on for 20 minutes okay but that fucking score and everything draws that in my point being 60 fucking years and this thing has aged beautifully mm-hmm. you know so 
that's that's me pleading my case. I'm I'm done. Right, I would say right. yes. So it's up to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys say yes, awesome. It goes to Pantheon. If not, we got you know a great nomination coming up. So right. um, balls in your court. There was something that you just said that was a very positive point that I wasn't thinking about, and it's that the movie's black and white because mm-hmm. it didn't need to be. It didn't need to be. It didn't right. need to be. It was but one it, of the last does, films in this series, it, and it, was... it added a lot to this movie. It right. being in black and white, and especially that that shower scene. Coming back to that, just using chocolate syrup instead of blood yeah. that that enhances that um yeah yeah and, and again back to uniqueness and we've discussed that a pantheon is either a, a five or a 4.5 with uh, some right. fucking elements that you know you can't be replicated anywhere yeah. else and with like enter the dragon i couldn't i couldn't do that with enter the dragon because i felt like i would cheat myself and right. pantheon mm-hmm. if i went because it is a unique experience there's uniqueness Absolutely. in it but it has to be it has to be a i felt like if i said 4.5 i'd be fucking cheating myself it was a four that was great but yeah i couldn't couldn't push it to that next level so right. you got to feel good about that next level if you do 4.5 you know right and like um lot again promise last thing i'm gonna say <laughs> uh, but no real quick um ryan just reminded me something i said in my review that he really enjoyed and it was um that i said bruce lee is pantheon i said the same thing mm-hmm. right okay. i mean yeah. yeah so bruce lee is pantheon i just don't believe there's a pantheon movie right. that hits all of it and um with this here it's not like we're just saying the shower scene is pantheon the mm-hmm. score is Pantheon. The villain is Pantheon. We're saying there's a lot of fucking Pantheon shit in this. Yeah. Okay? Right. Can't say that with Enter the Dragon. You know? Right. A lot of things right. are fucking great or really good. Really but there's could be. A lot. How many yeah. categories does it take to make Pantheon? Right. You know? Because mm-hmm. every movie you're going to find a flaw. Absolutely. So that's something you got to come in terms with too. Yeah, like how no, many, no how many categories are we going to take here, mm-hmm. you know, to, to take a Pantheon? But Yeah. So what do you say? What do you think? All right, I think we built the suspense enough. Okay. <laughs> um, 16 minutes of suspense. I'm, gonna, I, I'm going to say yes okay. on it. Um, okay. Going going back to the, the points that, yeah, it, that, I think it's a 4.5, and it but it is still unique, and it does still hold up in a lot of respects. There are issues I do have with it. Again, like I said, it does look like a TV show at times, and, and I I don't like that in a movie. And uh, there are boring aspects. Like, after Janet Lee's character dies, there's a lot, there's a long string of parts where I just don't give a fuck. Like, I just mm-hmm. want, I would just want the movie to kind of end. The detective is, the detective yeah. is great, and then the whole ending is fucking fantastic. But, you know, them driving to the motel and getting the room and all that shit, I don't care. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. And I, I thought those two characters were the worst fucking characters in these movies. They were so boring. What are their names? I don't know. Who cares? Um, yeah. Roger? I don't know. No, that's not true. Um, yeah, but I, I'll, I'll say yes because I think it is a 4.5 and it is unique enough. Uh, again, wait, wait, wait. Is in your fucking head for a reason because it's that fucking good. So I feel like when we did the thing, I spent the whole marathon explaining why I really didn't think it was Pantheon. Mm-hmm. And then it got right down to me at the end and I was like... You know, yeah, I think you kind of convinced me. And then I went back on it. And you said no in your vote. And I said no. So what's the rule on that now? Like for just future marathons. Like, because that's like... So if we say yes here... You got it. Yeah, I mean, that's because, I mean, we've watched them. We've talked about them. That's that's a go. You know, because without our... our What's the rule if some... Like if, if... if you've got thirty days to make a, to submit your review or whatever, and you mm-hmm. submit it on fifteen, and by day twenty five, you're like, you know what, I want to change it. Can they change it? See, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I'm open to suggestions, you know, to make it the best that we can possibly make mm-hmm. it. But my opinion is, 
if we say no tonight, it's going to take someone to nominate Psycho. Well, that's, that's what it I mean. It could be that years was, before right. Psycho ever mm-hmm. gets in. Yeah. You know, it could take five fucking years for someone to nominate Psycho or to... W- the other way in is to win a marathon. Well, right. To be fair, I mean, movies change when they sit with you differently uh-huh. over time. Like right. the first time I saw Psycho was much better than the last time I just saw Psycho uh-huh. because of the elements of it. Rear Window is the exact opposite for me. Every time I watch Rear Window, it gets better. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you know, if 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 the after the first time I watched Psycho and the first time I watched Rear Window, my votes probably would have been different. Yeah. Um, but if but, we, but after if we seeing each probably about five or six times. It, yeah. Because yeah. if we nominate it, and it gets into the council, and then we say no. It just seems well, kind of like it's almost like it wouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like you gotta. I feel like if we decide that that that's our vote, you know what I mean? Because um, it, because if we had said no, then it wouldn't go yeah, in the yeah. first place. So um, uh, eat shit. I'm gonna say no. I don't really. Like, <laughs> if, I, if you want me to decide tonight, uh-huh. um, yeah, I'm not gonna do the same thing I did with the thing. Man, okay. Don't you think that's the best way to go though? No, I. If we're gonna call it. Because we've, so. we've been through the fire with it. We know. If, yeah. I mean, we if, just tore it down to 20 categories. If someone, I mean, if someone were to were to nominate it next year or whatever, I might have a different opinion. Like, we'll go back and look at it again. Uh, but, yeah, I don't I don't really... I feel like I've spent the last two hours or however long kind of explaining why I thought these other movies were better. Mm-hmm. And there was definitely some great scenes in Psycho. There's some great... I totally am there with you. But if you ask me to vote for it today, if I, what, you know, what was my write-up? Oh. I just kind of told you what my write-up would be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I feel like... Other times where I have said, like, I think that this is that this film is carried by these great characters, I think people people have said no, it needs more than that, and I that that's and now now it's my turn to say fuck you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um, if you replace Anthony Perkins with someone else, does Cycle hold up as well? Right. Yeah, that's what I said though. I, that mm-hmm. my that's why he got my best villain. I was I mean, like, obviously you, you don't can't, you can't you don't, put... you don't take him out because he's a part of the movie. You're looking right. at the yeah, movie yeah, yeah, as yeah. it is, but if he wasn't. Would it still be Pantheon? See, but you would still have that fucking creepy house in the motel. You would oh, still, yeah. You would still have that music. About this movie, you know, man. and like I said, I love that fucking opening where it's twenty minutes, like a whole lot. Not a whole lot goes on, but you don't right. feel that because that music is still lingering, mm-hmm. dude. Oh yeah, it's so solid. But um, I'll respect that though, man. So um, tonight, I got, I, got, I got a question for you. Yeah, if Rear Window had won, what would you vote on it? That was I would I would do. Was that your I, movie that you were on the fence? Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, okay. that was my number two. Um, you know what? Okay, you know how we had said going into like you said I've got one, maybe two. Your other one was Psycho. That's mm-hmm. maybe you had one. Psycho for and sure. Rear Window. Psycho and Rear Window. Yeah. My two. My I said I had two. It was Rear Window and North by Northwest. Really? <laughs> Psycho <laughs> wasn't even the fucking running. I mean, right. like I I love Psycho, but those are the two that really, as I watched them, I I enjoyed them. I liked them. I was caught off guard by both of them in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's where I was hoping with North by Northwest and with Vertigo. I really thought if I had to bet money on this um, as a more mature viewer, I figured I would probably come out of it like like that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work like that with me. With uh, In North by Northwest, it would have changed considerably if we found out that he did have some spy background right. and that's why he was kind of cocky because you know he's been yeah, through yeah. some shit i'm gonna fuck it would have been one of my favorite movies of all goddamn time man and just know that he was just this ad executive who didn't give a fuck you know i don't know of, man i thought it was fun I, I thought it was fun and i i totally see where you're coming from and, and why that's a, that's a valid critique but i i had so much fun watching it man and i yeah i really but, enjoyed it i i was it, it, it caught me off guard because i was i wasn't expecting that from hitchcock it was it blew me away you know I wasn't expecting that movie from Hitchcock. Right. I didn't know that he had that in him, and I was, yeah. I love being surprised. So, not nominating an Alfred Hitchcock movie tonight. No. Okay. Wait, wait, what were we gonna say about Rear Window? Yeah, you never. Oh, said I was it. Saying, I, would... oh yeah, I'm sorry. I would have. Um, I had to just that. 
just the ending. Really, my is my only big complaint with that movie. Um, I I don't disagree. I think it's very. Yeah, it's rushed. a weak ending. It's yeah. very rushed. It's it's it's, it's it's cops are outside. He falls out the window, and then within ten seconds, they're like, "Yeah, we got the whole story out of him. This right. is what happened." Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You didn't get a whole fucking story out of him That's in ten a... seconds. There's a, a gun that gets thrown to a cop. He oh, doesn't even use it. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Yeah, we talked about that after we watched it. But yeah, do you remember that? It was like just in within what two minutes, right? They, they got exactly the whole fucking the whole story. story, yeah. So right. that's that's really weak there. But there's like the rest of that movie is so solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he got my best hero. Um, you know, I respect that best location. I thought it was pretty tight. Um, there's a lot of great things, and they got my best duo, um, my iconic image. Man, I don't think is as is it quite as an experience, like um, I don't know, like Psycho or the Dragon on uniqueness. I think so. I mean, what, I what, it's, there's so many films what other, that are just what, based yeah. off of such a simple concept. How many like, other I movies mean, are your your, your yeah. nomination was is basically rewriting hey, right? Fuck yeah, you're right. It's 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 a bottle <laughs> episode of television. No, I would if I did, it would probably it'd probably be like a four point five, and then off of uniqueness, it would probably yeah. make it. Yeah, it'd probably go. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it's one location. That's that's crazy yeah. that a whole yeah. movie but takes I, place in one spot. Yeah, but I will say I love this fucking rule. I love it. I love the ones that make us really fucking talk about <laughs> yeah. it. And, and that's the Golden Idol winner. Yeah. You know, the Golden Idol winner is Psycho, and we had to decide tonight. It's and, wrong, but, you know, it yeah, happens. And tonight, Psycho is not nominated. So, um, you want to talk about our next marathon real quick? Give my heads up. Um, we're going to go um, Akira Kurosawa. Yeah. yeah. Right? So that's Mag- Magnificent Seven is coming out, and uh, that, that was based off of Seven Samurai, uh, the original uh, Magnificent Seven was. So, yeah. That's going to be another tight... Marathon, man. We're going to do Ikuru. Yeah. We're going to do Rashomon, um, Seven Samurai, Yojimbo, um, Yojimbo and High and Low. Okay. Oh, it's going to be that's fucking gonna be pretty solid. quick, right? I yeah, mean, we're doing like that three, and... three weeks. Okay. This, yeah. this one's great for I've never seen a Kurosawa movie. Wow. So all, I've seen all of these. Okay, I know you really like all of these are going to be very new to me. Everything, but I've never seen one all the way through probably. Yeah. So that's coming up, and then we're going to jump right from that into our uh, presidential campaign yeah. marathon. So, <laughs> so that's going to be fun. So, um, all right, guys. Um, anything else you guys want to comment on? I, you know, it sounds like you know we were kind of all over the place on some of these, mm-hmm. but um, I just want everybody to know that I did even with my criticisms here. Um, I had a blast with this. And oh, yeah. if you told me like, hey, um, it's funny, like if you if you came over like tomorrow, I'm like, dude, let's uh, let's fucking let's just fuck it, dude. Saturday, let's just watch like three Hitchcock movies. And fuck yeah, even if North by Northwest, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do this, man. Like I could watch this whole marathon. I fuck, I might even watch a couple again this weekend, right? You know, yeah. before I kick off the Kira Kurosawa one, just to just to get some more Hitchcock in. You know? well, yeah, I, Rachel. That was great. Rachel didn't. We watched a lot of them together, but we didn't watch. I watched Rear Window by myself, and I watched uh, North by Northwest by myself, and those were my two favorites. What was her favorite? <laughs> Your wife makes you hate movies more. Is that what you're <laughs> saying? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. She didn't really like Vertigo. Probably she probably liked Psycho. Really? Probably the most. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me at Movie Script Life on all social media type stuff. You can find me, Kyle Brown, the Facebook group. Um, you can just find me sometimes. Uh, Facebook. No, on uh, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, on, you can find me on board that DC hate train. <laughs> <laughs> Are you on the Rotten Tomatoes hate train, train too? Yeah, I'm part uh, of the grand conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, you can find us on Videoland. We're on adventuresinvideoland.com. 
Um, you can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on Facebook. Our conversation ends, um, begins and ends on Facebook. Um, have a great episode coming up on Friday that I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the uh, Temple of the Jedi Order. So that's going to be very, very <laughs> fun. It's going to be a great conversation. Um, so they uh, believe that uh, in Jediism, you know. So it's going to be really cool. Um, and then um, we have, um, yeah, like our marathons coming up. Um, so until next time, my good people, uh, work out, eat healthy, so you can live longer, and you can watch more movies. It's kind of a motto here. So um, if anybody disagrees with that, tell them to go fuck themselves and watch some Kurosawa, and then that'll be okay. So until next time, my good people, peace. 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 peace.